Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, it's okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, that yeah, those, so good. those seats really lean back. You can These? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Listen, it's a certain. More than a regular office chair. Where's yeah. the lever? Uh, left side is the stiffness one. You like flick it up. You flick it up and then you flick it down. Oh. Pardon me? I didn't know those were on there. So you. Yeah. Because it's you not see that? back, and then you flip it down. Yeah, look, see, Ooh, this is all you business. Go. You know, when you want to lean back, business? keeping you here. <laughs> I have gotten shafted. All I can do is go up and down. <laughs> no, that one can do it too. I think you pull that one out. I think you pull the outward. I think. Nope. Nope. I'm riding low. This is this is good intro. <laughs> this is great material. <laughs> all I right, now that we're all adjusted. Because <laughs> it didn't work, did it? <laughs> Trey, welcome back, man. <clears throat> it's good to be back. Yeah, you came in uh, like at a good time. I think Tim texted us on like Monday or Tuesday. Pretty right? short notice. I think it was Tuesday. Very short yeah. notice. And you just happened, it was funny because you texted us when we were talking and then I texted, I, I tried calling him and he didn't answer because he was working. And I texted him, I was like, hey man, should we get Trey on? You think he would do it? <laughs> he goes, I'm 100% on board with that. And it worked out. I actually think it was on Wednesday. Yeah, I saw Trey like it was, Juliana was at a an eye doctor appointment. Yeah, and that's when I was listening. It was when she was in there. I was in the car and. All oh, right, that's what you text texted us about. Yeah, so. yeah, but I figured you said Tim wasn't going to be there. I'm like, you know what? Double XP starts on Friday in RuneScape, <laughs> so I'll bet you that's where he's going to be. And yeah. Nope, he is ditching to go to Florida. He so. went to Florida. He yeah. when we texted him that you were going to be on it, he said in big capital letters, "Damn it!" <laughs> he was like real upset that he was going to miss you. <laughs> and, and he was like, right. "I should, I should sorry. go to Florida." That's what he kept saying. He's like, yeah. "I need to go. I should go." That means I can dig about his PC and not yeah. get any flack back for yeah. it. And he's going to listen on the way home on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's going to have to just sulk in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we haven't recorded in two weeks. Tell us why, Jesse. Uh, I was in Florida. I took a trip last week. Went a little wedding, a family wedding to go to. And then I went to Universal. Stayed in a luxurious villa. I believe the listing said. Yeah. Yeah. I sent Ashton the listing of this Airbnb that they rented. It was so nice. Yeah. It was one of those like maybe like seven bedroom, like massive villas, whatever they call it, with like three living rooms and this massive kitchen, a heated pool in the back. It was awesome. So he I, like, texted me and said, I don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, that was a lot of fun. I loved it there. How long has it been since you were at Universal? Um, probably October of last year. Last year? Mm-hmm. You were there? Yeah. Hmm. It's It's been about once a year since me and Savannah got married. Whether it's Universal or Disney, we usually yeah, go. I was going to ask, is it always Universal or Disney? Most of the time it's Disney. Actually, no, what, dude, I, most of the time it's Universal. When she goes by herself, she does Disney because she's got the annual pass. Mm. So she goes a lot. But when I, I, I like Universal better. I'm not a big Disney guy. Have you been to Universal? I've been once. I mean, we honeymooned to Disney, 
And I've been in Disney probably eight, nine times. But yeah, Universal, I've been one time, loved it, did all the Harry Potter stuff. I got a, you know, Dumbledore's wand or whatever Ooh. sitting on my thing. Did you go in the class and do it or did you just buy no, it? No, I think the it, they just had like their Diagon Alley, you yeah. know, thing there and just went into a store and bought it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been once, really want to go back, but haven't been able to. Every time we've been down to Orlando, it's been for Disney. So, mm. well, what's plan a trip then? I haven't been to Disney or Universal. I know. So you, <laughs> you missing out, man. Tim has been once to Universal to see uh, like uh, the Harry Potter worlds and stuff, the two separate. I think he's only been once because he's not a big theme park guy, but he loved it. Like did the wand thing and everything. You get one of those interactive wands. You go around the park and make the motions and stuff move around. I think he would like it a lot. Mm. Yeah. We went, we did Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios, like a park hopper ticket. And in between the parks is Hogwarts Express. So you take that from one to the other. We were there like nine hours. We did a whole day. It was it was rough. Towards Jeez. the end, it was rough. So do they have like, I know Disney's got like all the resorts and everything. Do they have that at Universal where you can like stay there and basically spend the week there? Yeah, they have a couple Universal resorts. They're not like, and they're kind of like Disney ones too. Yeah, and then you get free shuttling to mm-hmm. and from the parks and you get discounts on tickets. Yeah, if you buy them there, so there's like a whole little system. But that's like out. half the fun for me going to Disney is like <clears throat> staying the resorts there really nice. And yeah, the food and yeah, just like hanging out. I mean, when we went on our honeymoon, I think we only did the park for like, you know, three of the four days we were there, and then the mm. rest is just hanging out because it's just which one did you stay pools at? and stuff. Uh, Riviera, which I think is the newest one, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it was nice. nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It smelled really good too. It smelled like cotton candy. Ooh, <laughs> really? like, oh, we would want to bottle the scent up and take it home with yeah, us. But yeah. yeah, that was Is that the No, that's the Polynesian, I'm sorry. The Polynesians is the big fancy one, right? Have yeah, there's a couple. One? The Grand Floridian's really nice. And yeah. one of the dinners we had was at the Grand Floridian. Uh Polynesian's <laughs> the one that's kinda like well, I mean it's Polynesian. It's like yeah. the, you know, Philippines kind of mm-hmm. like Moana themed, yeah. You know that that style. What I like about the Disney ones is you can take the monorail and you can go to every hotel, like on the one monorail. You can do one big trip. So define what a monorail is. It's like a train, okay, like a transporter yeah. that goes through the whole thing. So mm-hmm. you, it takes you from from one resort to the other. It's awesome. You can yeah. do that like in a through whole the night. Parks too, and everything. Yeah, and they have the bus, the shuttle system too. Mm-hmm. Like we did, we stayed in one resort and we took the monorail to the po- to the Polynesian, mm-hmm. had dinner, and then took the monorail around the rest of the place and then back to our hotel. Mm. It was free, so they're really cool. I can't believe you haven't been. It's like, I know. oh, it's it's a whole I feel event, like a kid man. again. I mean, every time I've gone, yeah, especially like when you go to Magic Kingdom and you get off the thing and you walk in the park and like the big castles there down the main drag, mm-hmm. it is, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. Uh, you and Juliana got married in October, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, October. So that was a good, good time of year to go. Yeah, yeah. It was not very crowded. And I, I mean, the weather's good. Too. I don't want to say we timed having our, you know, <laughs> wedding to where Disney World wasn't going to be crowded for our yeah. honeymoon, but I'm sure that had something to do with it because we knew we didn't want to go around the holidays just because the holidays are always crazy, you know, whether you're going to Disney or not. But, you know, October. I mean, it's the sweet spot where there's not like, you know, kids are still in school. It's not close to the holidays. So mm-hmm. it was it was really, really good. 
when we went not very crowded, we got to do pretty much everything we wanted to. Mm. So yeah. that's when we go every year. Is we do an October trip every year, and most of the time we end up going down there, to Universal mm-hmm. or Disney. They're the perfect time to go. So, I guess this is mainly going to be a question for Jesse. But the when you're at Disney, does it get to a point where there's just kids everywhere? And you're like, man, this is kind of kind of annoying. Not really, because all the kids that are there, I don't know. To me, the kids don't get in the way. I don't know if you have a different feeling about it. There's a lot of kids, yeah, but it's not like you're going to like a kiddie park where there's like kids running amok, you know? Mm. Yeah. I think for the most part, they're with their parents or I don't know. And it's expensive to bring kids too, you know, tickets. So like there's not as many kids as you would think. Yeah. I mean, there's also parts of the parks that are like designed more for kids. I mean, they, they definitely have stuff like the Hollywood Studios park where it's got like rock and roller coaster and tower terror. Like those are like clearly like Aerosmith. not, not oh, yeah. kid rides. I mean, mm-hmm. kids will go on them, but, um, and there they have the Toy Story land. So like all the kids go there right. or like the little mermaid yeah. area. And they have rides that are like specifically designed for kids. They're just yeah. like small things. So you don't really notice it. I mean, so yeah, that's never really crossed my mind that like, Oh my God, there's so many kids because mm. usually they're, they split the park up pretty well. So Trey, you said that you feel like a kind of feel like a kid when you go. Oh yeah. So was there this strange dichotomy where you get married and you're like, man, <laughs> I've really hit that adult stride now. Yeah. And you walk into Disney, Disney on, on yeah. your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it's, there's also, there's a nostalgia thing. I mean, cause we, I've been going since I was a kid. I mean, the first time we ever went to Disney, I remember it was Christmas and it was like the last thing that we opened was like just little envelopes and you open the envelopes and like there's Disney tickets and it's like my dad's like as soon as you get packed we're going we're getting to the car going to Disney and so on Christmas day on Christmas day yeah yeah yeah. so I think like that the magic of that is kind of always you know in the back of my mind whenever we go and I associate Disney kind of with 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 that memory as a kid and so yeah it's part of that but also part of it's hard to you know be a serious adult when you're walking into Magic Kingdom and you see all the the props and the the decor and everything because it it really is kind of a I don't want to be cliche and say it's a magical it's experience, magical. but it's it really it really kind of is. I mean, <laughs> it's the most magical you, place on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be different if you're an adult going for the first time, but you know when you've gone gone a bunch, it really it hits home every time you go. Ashton so. would appreciate it because he appreci- he is very good at absorbing like absorbing the moment and like b- he's very observant with stuff like that and like the parks there's so there's so many easter eggs and little details that they pay, pay attention to that you you would like you would like take it all in. Mm. They're really sick. Yeah. And the hidden Mickeys and all the Disney oh, yeah, parks yeah, you ever yeah. done that? Yeah. Oh cool yeah, and there. like the the sidewalks and stuff like that, like the designs they have on the sidewalks mm-hmm. and everything and I mean, shoot, when you're in, in the hotel, the rugs have little, you know, yeah. hidden Mickey. Every, everything, it's, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Everything, dude. It's awesome. They're really cool. Yeah. So yeah. we're going in October, so you just tag along. <laughs> All that's right. What I, that's what I'm trying to get at. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun, dude. It really is. Especially when you pay for it like a couple months in advance. And then it feels like a free trip when you go. Because they're pricey. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. Yeah. Prepay the trip. Yeah. When it comes, you're like, man, it's free. Yeah. I got all this extra money to pay for food. Yeah, but the yeah. food, but the, yeah, the food, food adds up because it's like we had money set aside knowing the food was going to be a big thing, but they've got everything so streamlined now with the app that like you'll yeah. get on the bus to head back to your to your resort 
and put in a mobile order for your food so that way whenever you get back like it's like waiting for you at mm. the counter so it's easy to spend an extra yeah. few hundred bucks on food if you're not careful mm-hmm. and the restaurants that they have some of them are like like i had one of the best meals i've ever had at the grand floridian and you know it's not not cheap so yeah food mm. food adds up but that's that's where they get you what mm-hmm. is not cheap what price range I mean, for two people, it's it's over a hundred. Um. So, but it's. I mean, I think it's worth it. You know. Yeah. yeah full, when you're there. full. Yeah. You know, four or five course meal, and you know everything's better than what you have in Sedoya, Georgia, or <laughs> McDonough, or yeah. wherever. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I always like going. I like. When I'm there, like towards the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired of theme parks. And then the next day, I'm like, man, I want to go back. You're geared up and ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we did a whole day because we knew we were only there for a day. So we got there at 10 o'clock and we left at like 9, 9.15 maybe. Mm. It was a long day. Um, But yeah, after like 5 o'clock is when I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then mm. she wasn't, so we stayed for a little while longer. And then the next morning, I was like, man, that was freaking awesome. I'm glad we stayed, mm. you know. So you really got like ment- mentally prepare and like know this is what you're doing today, you know? <laughs> I sound like I'm going to war, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when you when you get done, you look you know, you look back a year later and you don't remember your feet hurting, you just remember yeah. you got to ride the Star Wars ride, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the cool thing about it. So Yeah. 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 We waited for an hour and a actually almost two hours for the Hagrid ride. Did you ever ride that one yet? At Universal? Yeah. Uh when is that new? I think it's within like two or three years. Because we we did there was obviously one or two of the Harry Potter rides we did when when I was there, but I haven't been Universal in years. Mm. So and this was on the Islands of Adventure side also. Yeah, You've I'm, been sure, over there? I'm sure I haven't ridden it then. But yeah, it's pretty new. You ride his motorcycle, Hagrid's motorcycle. Yeah, no, I don't think I have. I think really the one cool. that I did was like a broomstick thing. Do they have a broomstick ride that's like a in front of a screen? Uh, not a. They have one in front of a screen. It's not a broomstick though. You it's the. Forbidden Journey, I think they call it, or you ride like a mine car kind of thing. And that like, might be what I'm thinking of. I, like a mobile. Arm. I know there was some Harry Potter themed thing where it was like in front of a screen, and we. Yeah, yeah, that was it. that's a popular one too. Um, yeah, it's just cool. It's the mine car set up in Gringotts Bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you did you see the video Savannah took? Mm-mm. No, take a look. You walk in the main lobby of the bank, and there's like the goblins on each side, and they're all animated, and they're like up and looking at you as you walk by. And you go to the front and then go around the corner and you go down the basement. It's sick. It's really cool. Wow. Yeah. You, I'm telling you, man, you'd love it. And all the Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> are you a roller coaster guy? No. So the only one that's kind of a roller coaster is Hagrid's, mm. but it's not really a roller coaster. Like you don't flip at all. You, you, you know, you ride a motorcycle, so you kind of go around bends and stuff. And then for one of the parts, you go backwards. So you go up and it pretend he's like, oh my God, the engine's failed. And then you go backwards for a while. It's sick. It's really cool. I think you'd love it. Okay. When I was in middle school, I was riding a coaster at Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I think it was a scorcher. Like, took you upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I passed out. Yeah. And when I came to it, the ride was over, and <laughs> someone was like, face, yeah. you know, slapped me in the face. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that yeah. again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so I, my eyes go black every roller coaster, but then I don't, like, black out. I think it's just the blood, like, leaving, like, on the first hill. My eyes always go black. And you enjoy that? Um, <laughs> once come, some part of you does. Yeah, Keep some doing part it. of me does. But I'll tell you this, though. Every year I go, I feel like I'm progressively getting more nervous to ride the ride. You yeah. Know? 
That's just being an adult. Though. Exactly. I mean, and yeah. my dad told me that a couple of years ago because he went with us one year. Me, him, and Daniel went for a year. And uh, we were going to ride this crazy ride. And he was like, no, no, you guys do it. Go ahead. And I was like, what, you don't like roller coasters? He's like, I used to. And then I, you know, I grew up a little bit and realized I like life. You know, he's like, I don't, <laughs> it's like I get nervous, you know? Yeah. And then I'm starting to feel that a little bit. You like life? I like life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing it, but you think about it more. And I started talking to Savannah when we were in line. Um, Cause she's like, I mean, you know, like what are the odds at a major theme park? You know, something's going to happen. I was die. like, stuff happens a lot, but. There's so many people that come through. It's minimal. But I was like, the amount of times you go every year, you're at very high risk. And she's like, shut up. Stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're going to park five times a year. You have more chance than anybody of something happening. You know you're going to be in trouble when you start thinking, mm, is my back going to hurt after I ride this? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but either way, man, it was fun. Uh, I think it's something you should at least experience once. Okay. Yeah. How was the wedding? Wedding was fine. It was a small wedding. There's maybe maybe sixty people there, uh, mostly family. So, and I didn't really know any of them, so I just kind of sat in the corner and. This was Savannah's have a good time. family. Yeah, Savannah's cousin. Mm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it was fine. Uh, honestly, my favorite part of the weekend was hanging out at the Airbnb because we stayed. There were there were thirteen people in this place, and half of them were. Uh, like Marty's age and older. Marty's uh, Savannah's dad. Mm-hmm. So they're all older, great aunts and you know, great uncles mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's like I get, I get, I um, I get more along. How am I, how am I supposed to say that? I I'm better hanging out with older people than I am younger people. So I just had a good time hanging out with them and I had just had a couple drinks at night. Like his her her uncle bought a couple bottles of whiskey to have for the weekend because he's a drinker. Not drinker, but he enjoys a whiskey. <laughs> that came out so wrong. Um, he enjoys a nice glass of whiskey. So He's a drunkard. <laughs> He's a drunkard. <laughs> so you put out a resume. Yeah. Drinker. Yeah. So we just had a couple of drinks and just sat in the kitchen and like hung out. So that was the best part of the weekend for me. Was yeah. Just chilling. Doing old man stuff. That's right. That's right, Jess. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. You love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then Trey, we did the park. Are you a beach or mountain guy? Mountains normally, you know, this was a rapid fire question last time I was on here. Yes, oh, uh, was it really? I want to yeah, 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 get yeah. into this. So, yeah, definitely mountains for me. I mean, I've also never been to a beach really when it's not slam crowded, and like the mountains is just such an escape. Yeah. I mean, because it's also better when it's cold too. I mean, you can only really go to the beach right. over the summer. Mountains you can do year round, but I'm also a snowboarder, so I like going. I mean, just being, you know, snowboarding is just like my favorite mm. vacation. Where do you I mean, go? Obviously, it's in the mountains. Um, I've been a few different places. We're actually probably going to go up to like Wyoming or Montana or something at the end mm. of this year for a family trip. My brother was just in Montana yeah. about a month ago. Yeah. He went snowboarding. But we've been to, I mean, I've been out to Tahoe because I had a college roommate who uh, lives in Northern California. They had a place at Tahoe, so we did Tahoe for... Spring break one year over college. Um, I've been out to Colorado, did Breckenridge and Copper Mountain and all that stuff for my senior year in high school. And then they they've got a you know winter place in West Virginia is not very big, but so we know. used to go. Yeah, we did once for like a church trip, and then another time I went with a friend. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been a few different places. So cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm a mountain guy also. Yeah, 
You have your own board or you rent? I, I rent. I don't go enough to... I have my own boots, but I don't have my own board. Mm. And I, I mean, I haven't been in a few years, so it really wouldn't make sense for me to have one. I mean, when you live in Georgia, yeah, you don't get to go very often, so... Yeah. You went a couple of years ago, didn't you? Last year. Last year? Yeah. Um, yeah. My boss just got back from Tahoe um, two or three weeks ago. Maybe uh, the two of you can help me determine if this is impressive or not. He said that they skied 34 miles in a day. Does, is that as insane as that sounds to me? They have apps now that like yeah, literally I've track that. Yeah, I've never actually tracked that. I mean, it, I know the ski maps all have distances on there for how long certain trails are and everything, but um, it might be. It might be impressive. I mean, 34 miles is like, I mean, I don't know how far is it from here to Atlanta. Yeah. Maybe about 30 miles. I don't know. It's about 30 miles for me to drive from my house to the church. Right. So So that distance in one day. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I texted Billy to see, because he uses that app too. They track like how many times they've gone down how many miles their average speed like there's like crazy apps on that track all that because i don't really have a good gauge on that so i'm equating that with walking 34 miles and it's like holy crap (laughs) yeah yeah. but maybe it's not that impressive yeah you're moving pretty good i mean the whole thing's downhill right so Mm. um but i still think that's that's probably pretty that's a lot pretty big distance so yeah Yeah. i want to go to jackson hole not to ski just to see it maybe mm-hmm. not in the winter time i think i told trey about this i was watching something on uh, uh i'm just gonna keep adding fuel to this fire i was watching the weather channel <laughs> <laughs> Tim, tim's cracking up right now <laughs> oh man just Who had to go to the weather channel why don't you, you shut he up? He watches it when we went to the cabin last year. He had the weather channel on, sitting on the couch looking at the weather and talking about it to us. We're like, we don't care. <laughs> Is this the the video or something of Jackson Hole that you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I yeah. remember you saying something about that. Because yeah. they will show, they will uh, pull up these uh, live cams across the What's country. What's Jackson Hole? It's in Wyoming? I think it's in Wyoming, yeah. It's either in Wyoming or Montana. It's, it's somewhere out there, but it's just this really beautiful natural area Hmm. giant lake and mountains and it looks like it would be beautiful to go year round but I saw it on there I'm like man Hmm. I gotta get out there at some point and I think either you or Russ said that you had been out there at some point I've not been out there if we go this year for a ski trip it'll be in that area Hmm. Um, it might even be Jackson Hole I mean I've not been I'm sure Russ has been he's probably the one do you have like a whole group that you go with no I mean if if we went it would just be family yeah Is Jules ski? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. And she's she's lamenting about it because she lamenting. <laughs> she she does <laughs> not like it. She's like, do not rent me stuff. Do not buy me stuff. It will be a waste of money. She knows, like, like mm. she's not gonna put on a pair of skis because she she'll be miserable. Or she's does never she, tried. She's not no. that. You no, can she, probably usually tell if you're gonna be decent at something like that, right? Yeah. Balance. I, although I, I mean, I thought I was gonna be pretty good at snowboarding. I spent the whole first day on my ass and it was like yeah. not fun i wanted to quit yeah. and then day two it just like clicked and it worked and i don't know that that would happen with her but um she is very adamant about not even wanting to try because she just thinks she's going to get frustrated and so she can chill in the lodge yeah or she might just chill in the lodge so 
Is she? I'm, I'm going to try not to get you any any kind of hot water. Is she a risk averse <laughs> we'll, we'll person? If we need to. Yes, she. If yeah, yeah, no risk. Yeah, I can I can kind of relate to that because mm-hmm. especially if there's potential danger. Yeah, like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. go, go on like without life. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like life. All right, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I like life. Well, it's like she won't take <laughs> our dog Lucy. She won't take her out at two in the morning because the bushes rustle. She's like, nope. Not gonna die today or get <laughs> bald by a fox or something. So well, I get nope, that. I don't that. like darkness. Yeah. I get that. Um, I hate darkness. So what does she ride every ride at Disney? Let's compare it that way. Does she ride? Most no, of them? So she actually does. I mean, when we went for our honeymoon, there wasn't really a ride where I went and rode and she just stayed out. I mean, she did rock and roller coaster and tower, tower terror and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Tower but terror. But I, I think worst. maybe in her mind she knows. You know, this is been tested you know it's not really stories of people just like dying on tower of terror yeah, yeah. you know unless you have like an <laughs> unknown pre-existing heart condition or something yeah. but she's okay you know so she'll and do that kind of stuff but but mainly because you know her like her ability to ride the ride is not like what's gonna affect the outcome of her dying or not right like if she skis like that's you know mm-hmm. Gotcha. Her lack of ability is what's going to cause her. Uh, gotcha. So she does coasters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still She'll do all okay. that. Yeah. Okay. So. Gotcha. But not like skateboard or. She tried to ride my longboard one time. I've got pictures and it didn't go too well. <laughs> really? That was like a couple months after we started dating. <clears throat> and that's the last time we, d- we did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about them right now. Yeah, awesome. she's gonna listen to all this. Yeah, too. she's gonna love it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh man, I'd l- I'd like to do snowboarding, but it's just we live in an area where you have to travel really far away mm-hmm. to be able to do it, and it would only be a time or two a year. No, we went to Snowshoe in North Carolina. I think that was only like a five-hour drive, maybe five or six. Yeah, there in Gatlinburg, and I think Gatlinburg even has like some indoor type facilities where they have like climate controlled inside, like a basically a big warehouse. Yeah, um, and that's not too far away. But I mean, like, let's be honest: if you're gonna go, I mean, the best in the U.S. is out in the Rocky Mountains, right? And Mm. yeah. You know, there's nothing you can do in Gatlinburg that's going to compare to Jackson Hole yeah. or or yeah. Breckenridge or anything like or Tahoe. Yeah. And so, is it snowshoe in North Carolina? Did I get that I'm right? Not sure, I haven't been there. Sounds right. Where does Billy normally go? He doesn't have a regular spot. He actually moves around quite a bit. He bought one of those. Uh, what do they call it? The passes. I mean, just a like a lift pass. Yeah, yeah, he bought a lift pass to. There's a company that owns like. 20 across the United States or whatever, whatever the number is. Um, so you buy a lift pass for there and you don't have to pay to get into any of those for the whole year. It's like a season pass. So he'll buy one and then do two or three a year, you know? Interesting. So private companies own those resorts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he'll do, um, I think, I don't know, it's a couple hundred bucks, I'm sure. But yeah, you have to pay every time you go per day. You get You buy a lift ticket, is what they call it. Yeah. Man, Epic Pass? Not Epic Pass. I don't know what the heck it's called. But yeah, he gets one of those every year. And then, and then I think they own, they actually own some like across America, not across America, across the globe, like all over the countries. And I think if you buy like the ultimate pass, you can travel anywhere in the world and get there for free, basically. So you just pay your plane ticket and Mm. lodging and stuff like that. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So that's what he does. But he did Montana. 
earlier this year. I think he's going Colorado maybe later this year. I think. I would just like to go out to those states in general. The uh, How much slower the pace of life seems out there Yeah, is just, it would be a nice respite from the... Uh, the chaos that we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The traffic either. Yeah. People are just like happy for some reason. A lot of those downtown <laughs> areas look the same too. The buildings look like they're from the 50s. Yeah. You know, yeah. untouched. No one's messed up. I'm them sure up. that gets boring after a while, but it'd be nice to at least go and visit. Not yeah. for us city folk. We like it. Us city folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, uh, I always get crap from Jesse about. Uh, wanting to, I want to retire at the beach and preferably where I can look at the beach every day as opposed to retiring in the mountains. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's a thing like your Disney story where my family has always only vacationed at the beach and we never really ever did the mountains. Really the first mountain vacation I've ever done was whenever we went the first time uh, up to the mountains. That's the first time. So I, I don't know if you could gauge it at all, but my excitement level pre-trip and then after we went the first time, like it was, mm-hmm. after I did it, I'm like, man, I'm surprised we got you to do that. Dude. I had no faith <clears throat> you were going to want to do that. <laughs> You're not a trip taker like that. You are now. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you weren't. You were uh, no, nah, I'm not getting into this. <laughs> I'm not doing this because it's going to sound like an Keep insult. Digging it's hole, it's <laughs> Keep digging that hole, Timothy Dreyka. Keep digging that hole. It's not. <laughs> I'm not doing it. No. Um, now you're. You just weren't like a spontaneous trip taker like that. Hmm. It wasn't too spontaneous, but you don't. You like to be in your bed at night, is what I like to say. Thank you about you. Thank you for that. It uh, <laughs> <laughs> that trip really scratched an itch that I had, which, that you didn't know you had, which was. To be somewhere just completely slowed down, mm-hmm. you know, and isolated. You, I, I feel like that is that is needed, and you don't realize how crazy things are until you get somewhere like that. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. You don't realize how loud everything is when you when you're here. What he pointed out when we were getting there is the air smelled cleaner. You just don't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see like stars that. too. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a big <laughs> yeah. deal. You can see the sky. You don't realize it until yeah. you. Yeah. So we're going next week, and we're like, Ashton's literally counting down yeah. the days every day. I am not. <laughs> no, you're not? No. I mean, have you looked at Planning Center? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't, man. No, I won't leave I it at that. I don't want to talk about that I haven't right been playing now. all month. <laughs> Listen, they've got the most fire set coming up the week that we're gone. That's really? Mm-hmm. Jonatus is playing lead guitar. I mean, it's just... It's sick. It's good song after good song. Really? Of course. Who's on drums? week I'm not there. Um, is it? Uh, I think it's not going to be Tim. No, it? no, it's Johnny. It is Johnny. Johnny B. I haven't seen B. him in a long time. Over that Johnny plane. B. I tell Juliana all the time that when I grow up, I want to be like Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Because Johnny will get there at seven fifteen. You know, before we even like have our morning meeting on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And then whenever we go into our meeting, he just like sits there and plays drums. And sometimes he'll go on stage and just start singing to himself. I'm yeah. like, you know, Johnny's good people, man. <laughs> he is awesome, dude. I love that guy. He's so chill. Yeah. All the drummers we have are awesome. They really are. They're really cool dudes. They really are. Man, I got a text from Robert uh, the Sunday I played drums a couple weeks ago. I didn't even know he was there. I didn't see him. 
But he texted me. He's like, man, that was a really good set. You did a great job. Dude. Oh, man. I was, was like, nice. dude, that is so cool yeah. coming from you, man. Yeah. And he always signs off Robert, you know, in the text. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I have your phone number, like man. You I know. know. Yeah. 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 But man, that was so cool, dude. It was like as we were ending the last song, you sent me that text. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we just got some cool people around here. <laughs> we do, man. Yeah. Yep. We do. My supervisor, uh, our instant message that we have internally, when she sends me messages, she signs it with her name. I'm like, like I, every I time. know where this is coming <laughs> from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. So uh, he still does that. Speaking of music, I got a question for you guys. Oh, no. Mm. So, top 10 Khalid songs. Go, Trey. No, no, no. I don't even. <laughs> you guys talk about Khalid all the time. I don't even know who Khalid is. Like, you don't need to. He's not important. <laughs> <laughs> not important. Tim is just I know. screaming right I now. Like I was just listening to Khalid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I started doing this new habit where I play guitar in the morning when I wake up for maybe. What is so funny already? <laughs> <laughs> okay fine so i started playing guitar in the morning to i found that i like learn better right when i wake up okay and then when i get home from work that night i play what i learned that morning mm. to see if i've retained it reinforce it right then the next morning it's like locked in yep have you guys mm. ever noticed that yep i'll learn something and then the next morning it's like you sleep on it and your brain absorbed it yeah. and you're like wow yeah I used to do that when I was like learning piano a long time ago. So I wanted to ask you what you guys do as far as like, do you still like find yourself trying to learn something new every day? Like you got a practice routine aside from the church. I mean, like if you're just doing stuff for yourself. Mm. I don't know that I have a practice routine. Maybe I need to develop one. Um, but a lot of, what I do whenever I sit down and play is just, I mean, whatever I'm listening to. I mean, I guess we could say the thing that I practice the most is Juliana got me a, uh, a, um, a book, which is like a collection of all of Bill Evans, uh, not all of them, but like his most, he's a jazz piano guy. It was your but, birthday present, right? Yeah. It's my birthday present. It's the Bill Evans Omni book. And it's like a lot of his, you know, most famous, piano solos and um all transcribed and and just piled into a book and there's a couple of them in there that I've kind of learned how to try and play but um I guess that's the most practicing that I've done yeah if I need to work on something for church I'll just kind of you know go over it on like a Saturday or something right before um but usually whenever I sit down and play it's just whatever comes out comes out you're just messing around yeah I, rarely do I have like a goal Unless I have a song stuck in my head, but most of the time I'll just sit down and just start, you know, whatever yeah. happens, happens. So. And I'm the exact opposite, but that's where I want to get at. I want to get to a point. I don't freestyle a lot, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. I like find a song I want to learn, learn that, and then it's like, cool, I learned it. That's it. Move on. And then sometimes I forget about it. Sometimes I put it in my normal rotation where I keep trying to retain it. But I haven't got to that point yet where I can just find a key and kind of mess around in it yet. But that's where I want to get to. Yeah. How yeah, that's kind of what I try and do whenever we just jam at church. Like if yeah. we'll just have like a, there's been a couple of times where we just have some downtime, we'll just play. And sometimes it's me trying to say, all right, not actually say, but you know, Ashton, just play something. Yeah. Start soloing. Or, yeah. <laughs> Jesse, start soloing yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. You know? Well, you don't yeah, want to see what happens. Yeah, there's. <laughs> not there yet. You know, it's, it's, fun to, it's fun to play other people's music, but when you yeah. create your own, it's. it's yeah. 
and you do get that feeling. I can do it on drums. I want to. I don't want to say fairly well, but I can do it better on drums because it's a little more easily freestyling on drums as opposed Mm -hmm. to I think because you got to nail the notes, you know. So I haven't gotten there yet on guitar. That's kind of something where I want to get to. Mm. Yeah. When I play lead at the church, those weeks, that's pretty much all that I play during the week. Yeah. Um. I put a lot more, uh, a lot more effort into uh, into lead, and try to memorize it. Lead is the fun position to me. Yeah, and uh, it's more fun when you're not tied to music. And uh, one of the things that I like, and I think that Trey has been pretty honest with me so far, is doing a little bit of creative freedom. Or try to come up with something a little bit different than what's mm-hmm. on the recording. Still play the the main riffs that are in the songs, but then also try to make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, but when I'm not playing lead and I practice, I've got playlists of songs that I know how to play, and some of the playlists are three years old. Yeah. And I just put the list on shuffle and play whatever comes up. And after like... 45 minutes or so, you know, the itch has been scratched and I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. good for the night. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. That's, co- that's funny. You say that. Cause I have a playlist also of like, I have a drum playlist and a guitar playlist. And if I feel like playing one of them, I hit on shuffle and then I'll just be like, all right, cool. I'll pick this up. And then I'll I've also it. hit this point and it's not very, uh, very high on the skill tree of I've gotten good enough to where the music that I listen to, I can play pretty much. And so I'm never doing anything that really stretches me outside of the, the church mm-hmm. when we do the Bradley night arrangements or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. but, uh, I'm Trey, have you pretty much hit that point where like you can pretty yeah, much play I, what you I want? I think I've been there for a long time. I mean, well, and now that's where the Bill Evans stuff comes in is because a lot of those jazz guys are doing stuff that frankly, I'll never really be able to do. I mean, I could, if I put in the work, but I don't know that I have the, the will or patience to get to that point. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I listen to, I mean, even some of the stuff when I get in there and I just flip on the EP setting and it's just like me and Tim and chase the other day, just grooving. Like it's, it's a lot of, it's just kind of inspired by stuff that I listen to when I'm in the car. Um, and most of it's simple enough where I can just hear it and play it back. Um, but that's, I don't want to just like stagnate, you know, my ability to stagnate. I mean, I, I'm comfortable with where it's at that I can play anything that I really need to. I mean, especially at church, but you know, some of that, that jazz type stuff, you know, that's, I would love to learn how to play that. And that's why I have that book. But, um, that's as most as I think I push myself. Everything else is, yeah, probably gotten to that point where everything I play is just, you know, well within my ability. doesn't really stretch me at all. And, Maybe that's not a good thing, but, you know, I'm kind of happy with where I'm at, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me too. There's a, I, I appreciate really difficult guitar playing, but it never has bit me enough to where I want to put in a ton of time yeah. to try to learn how to do it, you know? Right. And it's just, my taste in music, the guitar tends to be pretty simple, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of speaking technically but uh the the stuff that we play at the church especially some of the more 
complicated arrangements. That pushes me, which I am glad about because some of those styles I would never touch outside of it. Right. And uh, I can definitely tell that it's broadened my horizons in ways that I wouldn't have before. Still have a lot of room for improvement, though. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so thankful I'm still playing there because I would not play near as much if I didn't have that, like... <laughs> I don't think you know. I don't think that pretty lady would be up on the wall. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's also true. It wouldn't, man. Yeah, because it keeps me like every week, like actually feeling accountable <laughs> to like. <laughs> I can't be horrible because there's so many awesome musicians that play there. You know, you don't want to embarrass yourself. So I got like stay on top of everything. Yeah, because we got a lot of like professional level musicians that are playing there. Man, every week when I going home after Taylor's played, <laughs> damn, yeah. Like, just do I never play guitar again, or do I dedicate the rest of my life to just like, playing guitar? <laughs> it's like you got to pick one. Some people just have it. He's yeah. got it. How does He's someone good. do that with delay pedals? <laughs> oh my God. There's like seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts, man. It sounds like an army of guitars. <laughs> no, like half the time he doesn't even play the lead line. I'm like, I don't even care what you're doing. It sounds better, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude yeah. shows up 15 minutes late and just gets no no heat. <laughs> just plugs in and, and gets to it. I know. Bryce is like, I don't even have to check levels. Yeah. He's nailed it. <laughs> does he bring his own Helix? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he huh? does. It's an older model. And that's why I, I've talked to you a couple of times. I'm like, if he is using a Helix, yeah. I'm sure a lot of those settings are compatible. I mean, yeah. if he can just I'll download what, them somewhere and email them to the guys. I'm sure some other people would really enjoy, <laughs> I like to use you, some of his sounds. I keep telling you I have it. I'm going to look right now because he emailed me like maybe a year and a half ago some of his stuff. And he actually uses it. Taylor Martin. There it is. Unlike the two of us where you can you can do for a single song an array of pedals that right, you're going right. to use and then you just shuffle from song to song mm-hmm. on yeah. there where we're just using the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got like three tones that I use, mm-hmm. period. Most of the time it... Trey, what's your email? Um, yeah, you're going to have him give this one. give this on air? Who's about, listening to how this? About, how know, about I'm going to shoot you a text. text let me, me shoot an invasion text, of privacy. Jesse. Who is Trey, listening? Trey, what's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an email. Everybody <laughs> your birthday? Email. Where do you live? Social security? Ask yeah. what's your email. He's going to get what's, an email. What's your phone number? If you send me $1,000... What is, I don't understand. Hold on. <laughs> you don't remember those spam emails? It's like, yeah, I'm a, a yeah, prince dude. emeritus from the African kingdom of whatever <laughs> with a ten million dollar fortune, and I need a thousand to be able to access it. <laughs> How? I don't ask. Okay. It's that's hap- when you, ha- you man. when you have a dad that you know has worked in IT and good for you. Forever. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Can't say it on air. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the way. I'm sending me, you. Jesse. I'm sending you. I have one, two, three, four. I have five <laughs> patches from him. So really, yeah, that's legit. We've talked. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. Every time I tell people my email address, like, are you serious? Is this a joke? It like, must no? be nice. That's what I would say. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to log in to get to my stuff because I have to go to like third party website. Really? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like through like GoDaddy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in years. Yeah, dude, you're telling me. <laughs> the only people in the world who still patronize GoDaddy, so That's keep awesome. it in the business. <laughs> That's awesome. We had a uh, we had to set up a custom do- domain at my last job, and we did it through Google. It's actually pretty easy. 
And it's not that expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pay for that? I'm I'm sure yeah, you have to pay my dad does, yeah. Hmm. Everyone in the family has one. <laughs> you could probably guess what their email addresses yeah. are if you know their names. <laughs> yeah. So Well. Good for him. Yep. It's <laughs> cool, man. I've never seen that before. It's like his own website. They, they hold you hostage though. It's like buying all of your music on the iTunes store. You can never buy a non iPhone. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. if he doesn't keep paying the monthly fee, he can't access his email anymore. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Huh. Cool. You want to keep talking music? We never got into music last time we were on. No, we didn't. Um, sure. Had a 90-minute RuneScape conversation. I did want a RuneScape conversation. Yeah. Didn't even get to the rest of gaming stuff. Yeah. We do need to talk a lot about gaming. So <laughs> I, I texted Ashton this today. I sent him a, a song by Queen, and I said, Brian May is just my favorite person on earth. Um, and we started, we were talking a little bit, but I told him I wanted to save it for tonight. Do you have like a musician that's like your guy? Like, do you kind of want to learn all this stuff? Yeah, I mean, play over like the last him? year, I don't know you could say learn all of his stuff because I'm not good enough to play all this stuff, but Bill Evans. Um, and I didn't get into jazz music until I was, until I went to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause beforehand it was all, you know. Mayday. Yeah. And Punk goes pop. The stuff you here when you go to you know warp tour and all that yeah um and i hate it i mean i hated jazz and everything i didn't i thought it was stupid and there's just sounds like everybody's playing wrong notes and then whenever you break it down it's like obviously really intricate and difficult to play um but bill evans i mean over the past year or two has kind of been like you know the standard musically for mm-hmm. for for me and everything that i've tried to do um now so. is he current or is he like an old? No, guy? I mean he he died like in the eighties, I think. But he oh. he was he like played with Miles Davis and stuff back in the sixties and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But really, a lot of just small group jazz stuff. He was a piano player and he had his own trio and played with a d- bunch of different guys. But yeah, he was. I mean, sixties was like you know his heyday when he was doing all this stuff and a lot of the stuff that I listened to is from is like a lot of live recordings from the early sixties. So he's been probably what I would say has been the most in inspiration. But as far as, you know, I don't really listen to a lot of modern music, to be honest. Because it's crap. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. And, and a lot of the modern people that I do know are people no one's ever heard of. I mean. Yeah. So. So when you're listening to a song, because I know you play a couple different instruments, do you usually only focus on like keys, or does it depend on the kind of song? Mm. Uh no, I, I it it depends. I mean, typically whenever I'll get into a new artist, I'll it's like I'll listen to one song, you know, hmm. however many times to hear all the different instruments. Um, And a lot of the stuff I listen to doesn't really have keys in it. I mean, I mean the Bill Evans stuff does, but if it's modern, a lot of it is. Do you guys know who Corey Wong is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stupid good guitar player. Yeah, and I love the way that he plays because it's a lot of uh, a lot of that really old funk style with mm-hmm. very percussive, fast, high strums and, and a crazy hand movement. Yeah, crazy hand nuts. movement. When I listen to him, it really just depends on who I listen to. If I listen to Corey Wong, I'm listening to what he does on guitar, but also the bass players that he has 
are like really, really good. And so I just like listening to the bass line. Joe Dart. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Dart, if it's with Wolfpack, or he's got yeah. another guy that he's touring with right now. He's actually touring with Victor Wooten right now too, which is, Victor Wooten's like the best bass player to ever play bass. But yeah, um, yeah honestly, a little bit of everything. I mean, I'll just mm. listen to the same song five, six times in a row and just listen to a different instrument every time. Do you ever play drums? Not well. Yeah. I mean, but my brother had a drum set. I mean, I can keep a beat, and that's the extent of what I can okay. do. So. Okay. I was curious. If I have one at home, I would play more often, but I, yeah. I don't. So Julianne would hate me if I, if I had <laughs> you a, got the basement a drum for set. It? You know, Close the door. I got the basement for it. Yeah, the dog wouldn't be too happy with it either. Yeah. She gets overstimulated pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> dog. What a modern century dog gets overstimulated so easily. <laughs> Poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so so what about you ash what's your uh who's your guy who's your guitar guy okay so i'm sure you have several and i bet i can name them uh this this could be fun you want me to try to guess go for it well i know joe perry's got to be one of them from back in the day yeah for early on yeah <sighs> the i don't think i can name actual you know i think about it, i don't think i can name actual <laughs> musicians <laughs> <laughs> I, I can name your bands, but I don't I know. Can name, I can name his bands, and yeah, I don't know that I can name the actual players. Hold on, let me do a quick Google. Hmm. Interesting. It's one of the guys from Asian Kung Fu. Right? Yeah, that's who I base my my style off of. Yeah, um, now the league, the league, the guitar league guitarist. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, Japanese rock band Asian Kung Fu Generation. Great name. Um, <laughs> they were. Uh, Formed in '97, had their breakout album in 2003. Um, the reason that I like so their lead guitarist name is uh, Kita Kinsuke, and he plays a Les Paul, pretty much exactly like Jesse's uh, Bogner amp. And I've never been, even though I love Taylor's playing, mm-hmm. I've never been an effects guy. Right, I don't get into pedals. Yeah, and I feel like the more that you pile them on, the further away you get from the natural sound of the instrument. I agree. And I've always just been a huge fan of a humbucker guitar with clean distortion. Um, And so I don't know if either of you have had this experience. Maybe uh, what Trey was just describing, um, he has had this. But there's they've been the only band that I've come across where when I've when I heard them, it was like, dude, this is exactly where mm-hmm. I'm at. Like, if I recorded music for a living, this is what I would want it to sound right. like. And, again, the guy is not the best guitar player in the world. He's not in the top 10,000 best guitar players in the world. What I liked about him, uh, his tone, but uh, something that I've tried to get good at, and it is an art, is his lead playing a lot of the times he incorporates counter melodies um, within the song. So I've used this analogy with Jesse. It's the best I can really do, but it's like there's a separate conversation going on Mm -hmm. within the song. So there's the main melody that's being sung, and then there's this other thing going on. But they fit together in harmony. Mm -hmm. He is at a church a lot, too. You do a good job. I try to, yes. Yeah, he's been doing it more recently. I I like to give him the freedom to do that, too. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. Um, and it's it's hard because 
it doesn't always work. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's difficult sometimes to to get it to work. Um, but uh, that um, they've got a song uh, called "The Secret Waltz," and it it is uh, it's just an awesome song. So that was kind of what blew me off my feet um, at first. But that is who I've tried the last four or five years to really base my playing off of. And I feel like I've gotten pretty close with it. Um, but when I was in high school, college, loved Jimmy Page. I still like Zeppelin. Um, I can't play like Jimmy Page, but um, that that rhythm that you feel in your hips, yeah. Zeppelin's got it. And a lot of that's the drums, but that style of guitar riff it's it, the songs are very riff heavy um raw vocals i've always yeah. liked raw vocals um and asian kung fu is like that too their vocalist has a very more raw voice but when i was in school i liked all the punk rock bands like the ramones and the sex pistols from the 70s and mm-hmm. then green day and blink and all those i've always liked kind of raw intense um music that isn't you know always the most complicated stuff, but, um, I, and, and I like the music that we grew up on Mayday and Fall Out Boy and All Time Low and stuff like that, but I feel like that's probably influenced you more than it has me, at least on the drum side, because if I know anything about Jesse, the man loves hi-hat rides, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. that's, uh, so, yeah, Joe Perry, uh, Jimmy Page, John Mayer, even though I don't play anything like John Mayer, mm-hmm. I appreciate John Mayer. His tone's just insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Asian Kung Fu Generation's lead guitar player. Are you going to go guy. to his concert? Mayer's? Yeah. When? He just announced that all acoustic is just oh, him. Oh, you know what? Solo I think I did yeah. see something yeah. about that. It depends on when it is. I mean, I, I haven't been to a live show in a while. Um. Corey Wong's on tour right now. He just, I think he's coming through Atlanta either this month or he just came through or something. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to go to that, but <clears throat> wasn't able to make it work. There's, there's very few people I'd go see live now just because a lot of the modern people I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the people that I do like to listen to, you know, aren't doing big, you know, tours across the whole country. It's usually very uh, focused parts of the, parts you know regions in the u.s or chicago like new york yeah la yeah. yeah yeah so but you would think atlanta would be on that atlanta's a pretty big well it's not that kind of music i guess but yeah well and if it is at atlanta it's not anywhere i mean it's it's a venue you've never heard yeah, of yeah yeah um so huh. yeah i mean live music is like the greatest thing though i mean there's like almost like a spiritual experience to going and seeing something live that you've only ever heard in the studio um. So, do you remember when we talked about it? I don't know if you listened to it early back when I said I don't like going to concerts. You remember that? I don't. I said that I don't. Uh, for some reason, I just don't. I don't like going. I don't know what it is. Do you like you like going to? Yeah, live shows? I do. I I think maybe the most memorable shows that I've been to are uh, um, <clears throat> Need to Breathe. I've seen probably three or four times. And they're just really good musicians, and obviously they they're. Have you have you seen them since Bo left? I've not seen them since Bo left, and then Ben Rector. 
when I went and saw Ben Rector, I've seen him three times. When I saw him in Chattanooga, Corey Wong was playing guitar for him. Damn. Um, and and he was just like part of Ben's band that he was touring with. Like Corey yeah. Wong was just playing guitar. And it was before Corey was like anything. I mean, he hadn't done any solo mm-hmm. stuff. He was just touring with Ben Rector. Um, but I, I like live stuff because, I mean, obviously, you know, it's stuff that you like. I mean, like I like Ben Rector's stuff, but whenever you'd go and hear him, there's always certain things that they do live that they didn't do in the studio they, mm-hmm. when they were recording it. And like a lot of that stuff exists in that moment in time only. I mean, like some of the stuff Ben Rector was mashing up was like some old Whitney Houston and Jackson five stuff that he was like incorporating mm-hmm. into like some of his, you know, modern songs and that stuff doesn't exist anywhere except for a live show. Yeah. And there's something cool about being a part of that. So, I have always said, and me and Ashton always send these songs to each other all the time. When a band puts out a live version of a song they recorded, it's always like ten times better than the actual studio yeah. version. Yeah, well, I, you I can mean, tell they get more freedom. And they oh yeah, they do. And there's also like, a lot of the stuff that. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of times when you're in the studio, it's not playing it safe, but you have to think that these guys are recording for hours and hours and hours, and yeah. and when they get to do it live, there's a lot of things that they didn't do in the studio that just pops into their head and they're just doing it on the fly. And so, you know, it it really is a unique experience when you go and see stuff live. Mm -hmm. But I, I I love going to live shows. I just haven't been to one in a while. So. All right. So I've kind of already gotten part of the answer at least, but I know that Brian May is, is pretty much at the top of your list. Yeah. Who are your guys? And again, even though I, I still can't play like him, but every time I watch him play, my mouth is open. I'm just like, right. It's like eating heck? a really good piece of cake. Man. Yeah. Like when you're listening to it, you I just mean, enjoy it. And he puts up, he'll put up, I don't know if you've ever seen, he has a YouTube channel, whether it's him or like he, someone puts up videos of him and he just sits there and it says, uh, hammer to fall and learn how to play. And it's just him messing around, like playing it. And he looks so effortless. And how he does it. And again, he's been playing the guitar for what, 60 years, 70 years. So obviously <laughs> it's going to look effortless. But man, he just always looks like he's having fun while he's doing it. And he's just like, he's never, he's not showboaty. He doesn't run mm-hmm. around. Right. He's just sitting there playing guitar and it sounds awesome. But his riffs are some of the most iconic riffs like of all time, arguably. His tones <clears throat> too. You absolutely know it's him when it's playing. The... Exactly. He's got a trademark sound. Yeah. The tone that he uses on the guitar solo of Killer Queen. Have you heard Killer Queen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, how does a man's guitar get that thick? Yeah. 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 It is unreal. And he'll he'll layer like harmonic guitar parts on yeah. top of it. And he uses a treble boost a lot. He's got his own signature uh, pedal. Even, even the, um, and I don't know if either of you, because Trey can play the guitar, if either of you think like this, but guitar tones, I hear them from thin to thick. Mm -hmm. And the little guitar solo that he plays at the end of We Will Rock You, Mm -hmm. it's very thick, like Mm -hmm. very full, you know? More than his normal stuff. And it's so hard to get your guitar distorted that thick without just completely crashing the, Mm -hmm. the, what would you call it? like the clarity of the notes because mm-hmm. he's playing several notes yeah. at one time. 
but they all ring out where you can hear them mm-hmm. and they're not just, you know, bleeding together real nasty. Yeah. It's yeah. all the single coils that he uses and then the uh, combinations of them. He can go in and out of phase with each one of them. I forgot. Brian's over it's there right on the there. Wall. <laughs> I know. Look at the guitar, man. Yeah. It, it's, that that kind of answers the question of my favorite guitar player. <laughs> I have his signature guitar hanging on the wall. Uh, <coughs> yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely up there. Uh, and what I love about it is he does a lot of pentatonic scales in a lot of his music. So that uh, that We Will Rock You solo is pretty much entirely the pentatonic scale. And he ma- it looks complicated, but when you break his solos down, they're not very complicated. But he makes it sound complicated, you know? Let's plant a flag on Queen. All right. Yeah. So Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those songs that is just one of a kind. It's a home run. Yeah, it like transcends music. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. I had that thought today. I bet... 70% of the world, that song comes on, they know they what know song exactly. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, when you, if you really try to think about that song, maybe from the lyrical standpoint, it's like, what the hell is yeah, this? Yeah. Right. But Even this, from a musical standpoint, like, what the hell is this? I mean, yeah. they, they go through like <laughs> a couple of different keys. They change a lot. <laughs> not even all that. Over yeah, the it's place. the mood. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but his, his guitar in that song, it's, um, you know, very sparse at times and at other times it drives the entire thing and the way that he layers the guitar and the solos he doesn't solo crazy like jimmy page where there's more jimmy page is just more soloing for the sake of soloing rather than being Mm -hmm. tasteful with it Mm -hmm. brian may is very tasteful Mm -hmm. and you can tell his his solos are intentional the notes that he hits where he where he, you know, sits for a minute at, and then... And a lot of times he mimics the, either the piano or the vocals also. He'll do it with it. So, like, sometimes you don't even know he's playing it, but if you really listen to it, mm-hmm. in the beginning of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, whether it's that or I think live, he does it too. Yeah, a lot of times he mimics those two notes at the end of each bar of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. He just... And he's a very classical player also. Like, he's he was trained classically. So, like, a lot of that stuff he plays, like when you hear... Uh, What's what's the love of my life? It's such a classical song, and the whole thing is him driving the entire song, and it sounds awesome. His, I mean, it's a match in heaven. Freddie's vocals, Mm -hmm. like the way that he would stack them, Mm -hmm. and then the way that Brian May would stack his guitar. It's just, it was a match made in heaven. But Brian May is one of those players where when he hits bends involuntarily, you know, you're making the stank face, and you're like, Ooh, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've heard a couple different live versions of the same song, and he's always got a different twist on the same solo. And you can still tell it's the same solo, but he changes a couple notes here and there, man. And like really, let's, going back to the live performance thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You guys talk about a lot of techniques of improvisation without realizing... <clears throat> like what you were talking about, what, or it might have been Jesse said, you know, when when John Mayer plays, you know, it's John Mayer. You don't have to like hear, you know, mm-hmm. Jimmy Page plays, you know, it's Jimmy Page. Like like a lot of these guys who have their their sound, um, it really is kind of like I I've always equated music and learning music and an instrument and guitar is is probably the most apparent of this is is um, I've always linked that with like learning a new language or you know just like spoken word because 
and maybe it sounds a little pretentious to people who don't, you know, know music, but, but in the same way that you like learn a new language, um, obviously you're learning a new instrument, but it, it takes time to like find your voice playing that instrument. Right. I mean, guys like John Mayer, like didn't always sound like that. Like it took time to kind of grow into his sound and he's kind of made it his own. Um, but it's gotten to the point now where like, if you hear it and you don't know it, they don't tell you it's John Mayer. You can tell it's him just because his voice is so unique. Um, and so soloing is like a lot of that, right? It's like a skill and, you know, playing other people's music is fun and all, but that's like part of, you know, learning how to solo and improvise and stuff like that is not only just playing the instrument, but also trying to find your voice within the instrument Mm. and, being intentional about what you play too and, and not just, you know, playing random notes, but right. having an idea in your head and being able to like convey that idea with your, with your instrument. And so, yeah, yeah. A lot of that stuff is, I mean, I could talk for hours about it, but you know, there, that's why we're here. Trey. Yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> but that that's, you know, I don't know what else to say about it, but that that's, that's kind of the, the draw to me about a lot of the jazz stuff and, and any of that is is how unique everything is with like people soloing and everybody has their own style and also me trying to, you know, find my own style when I play, you know. That's why I like doing all the little jam sessions and stuff in between breaks at church is and I'm like, you know, you guys play something because, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's value in that. So, yeah, that's just stream of consciousness stuff. But you know, yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's where I've been at for like the last few years with, with like music and stuff. And so, yeah, when, you know, when I listen, I, this happens uh, with a lot of bands from like the seventies, the the big rock bands. So Jimmy Page was this way. Um, if you listen to bands like Skinner, their live stuff, especially, mm-hmm. you know, there would be the five minute guitar solos. Yeah. And it was very gratuitous. There, you can you can get good enough to where, and I'm not knocking these guys. You get to the point to where you know exactly where you can go with a solo, but you can play all over it and just you know be blistering with all the right notes. But there's no, there isn't necessarily any kind of art or thought mm-hmm. to it. You're just playing, You're shredding to shred, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas. You know, Brian May has always stood out um, as someone to me that is very thoughtful about where he goes. I'm sure both of you have seen this. John Mayer's live in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, when he did Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. Yeah. He solos at the end, and it's nothing crazy. I mean, we could probably all play it if we practiced it. Uh, but it's just the entire time. It doesn't... Someone can solo so much to where you reach a point to where it pulls you out and you're like, all right, it's like yeah. we, we've hit the point. Like, yeah. you know, get on with it, man. Like Slash. That's, yes. <laughs> slash yeah, yeah. big on I've that. never liked Slash, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but Mayor's solo at the end of that, the entire time, at least my experience with it, it just enthralls you the entire mm-hmm. the entirety. And it's very tasteful in like where he's going. He's, he's yeah. thinking about it. It makes you wonder where he's going to go next. It's like you're like, because he, he'll like rest on a section for a little bit and you hear like the kind of melody and then he's going to switch to the next section and it kind of leaves you like where you're going to go with it next. And he doesn't, you know, 
I think a lot of guys would think about a solo being, you know, you're mainly above the 12th fret, right? You're, you're not yeah. really adventuring below that. Whereas, you know, Mayer's playing all the way up the neck. Mm-hmm. And it's where he's really, he really understands the entire fretboard to where he can go. But there's an art even of dancing between the lower part and the upper part of the neck, you know, um, that it, I, I think Brian May um, has that in his music as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so Brian May, who else for you? Hmm. I don't do do any of the bands that we grew up with from that from the guitar perspective do they influence you at all? Uh, not playing specifically the tone of certain people. Yes, like in the guitar way. Uh, the tone of All Time Low. Mm-hmm. The guy, the lead guitar player. I think for a long time, if not recently, he's been playing. It almost looks like a Telecaster, but it's I don't know what exactly the body shape is, but he's he's got humbuckers in the te- I think it's a Telecaster with humbuckers in it. And it sounds fantastic and it's like it may even be the lead singer, Alex, but it's like fat, but you still hear every note. Um so I really like his tone. Um for drums, Andy Hurley. Mm. Follow boy. Mm. I really like the way he plays. First thing, whenever uh, he sits at a drum set, first thing he plays is yeah, dance, uh, dance. Sugar, we're going down. Yeah, sugar, sugar we're going, going down. down. That's what he always plays. <laughs> oh, I do. Yes, you. I don't think you realized <laughs> really? he did it. Yeah, when you were on a few weeks ago, you uh, sat down funny. and started playing. The- Vince does it too. He does. Vin, yeah, he's way better like at every it time that too, he gets though. on. Yeah, uh, I'm like oh, Vinny. Funny. Don't tease me with a good time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I will drop. <laughs> I will drop this D right now. Oh man, that's funny. I didn't even notice that. I do. Play, I try to play "Sugar." We're going down a lot. There's certain songs from our childhood that I want to be able to play very well. And "Sugar," we're going down. I can play it decently, but I can't play it perfectly. I think Vince can play it perfectly. He has the kick pedal down just right. He is nuts on the kick pedal. Yeah, yeah. and that's another thing I'm trying to get better at is strength on the kick pedal. Like here, I noticed it recently when I'm playing "Misery Business." I just hit it to hit it, but like Tim, Tim specifically and Vince nail the kick pedal, man. You hear it when it's going. So that's what thing I'm trying to be working on, but for drums, I think it's just Andy Hurley, really. Mm. Um, I don't have anyone that's specifically. That's your drum hero. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he was the first when we started. When I started learning drums back when you know me and you first started, we first met each other and started hanging out. Um, Fall Out Boy was like what we talked about and what we learned. So I guess he kind of made. He was like very early on in my life, and then that YouTube video they put up of Andy Hurley's drum solo. I don't know if you remember that video. It's like a two-minute video. I, wa- I must have watched it 1,500 times in my lifetime, man. I mean, I go back to it all the time. Yeah. So a lot of his, a lot of the techniques he uses, I use. I almost, I, for a long time, I had my kit set up exactly how he had it, where he has the symbols like straight at the very top. You know? mm-hmm. um, but he's, he's changed over the years. So Yeah, I think it might be Andy Hurley on drums. I can't really think of anybody else off the top of my head. Fallout Boy and the Jonas Brothers. Trace stepped away to go to the restroom. We need to ask him. Where he stands on the Jones brothers, <laughs> the Joe but those are those are the uh, the two yeah. reasons I wanted to learn how to play guitar, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't think if it was anybody specifically in guitar that always that wanted me to learn how to play it. Not anyone famous, at least. I always loved Queen, and I always loved Aerosmith um, growing up, but not enough to be like I want to do exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I just kind of picked it up and then. My, my, uh, I, I, 
always liked Aerosmith, have always liked Aerosmith. I've never wanted to be that, their whole vibe. Mm. You know, th- that's never appealed to me as as the lifestyle, you yeah. know, or the, the image. Um, but I've always liked, you know, Steven Tyler's got a one of a kind voice and they were one of those riff heavy bands, especially in the seventies, you know, yeah. walk this way, sweet uh, emotion, yeah, yeah. Everything where it's those songs you feel in your hips. That's yeah. why I like, uh, uh, the black keys. A lot of their stuff is riff driven. Yeah. And man, sometimes you just, the, um, the struts, dirty honey, mm-hmm. you know, dirty Greta honey, Van yeah. Fleet. Yeah. Sometimes you just need those songs, those riffs where, yeah, man, you just feel it. Yeah. 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 So Trey, while you were gone, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse said that, uh, his, his drum influence was fallout boy. Uh, so Jesse and I were in middle school together. Um, I've, we've probably talked about this on the show at some point. We we're in middle school band. That was like how we got into music. Yeah. Um, but fallout boy was something that we both, uh, bonded over in middle school um, and was a big reason that I started playing guitar, but also because of the Jonas Brothers, who Jesse also likes. So It's love-hate at this point, but I like. I think I lean towards a like him. Nick is a douche, but we, we like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> let's let's plant a so, flag there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <Asher> <laughs> So, Trey, the Jonas Brothers, like them, hate them, leave them. You want me to be honest? Do you have any please. history with them at all? I don't know that I've got a history with them at all because, okay. I mean, obviously you knew about them just because they were big growing up, but I don't know that I could really name three songs by him. Jesse and I have had man crushes on Drake Bell and Joe Jonas. <laughs> so we talk about the two of them way too much, but uh, that was our uh, our influences early on. Did you have musical background in your family? From, yeah, I mean, from my mom's side, I mean, obviously she sings, and it, yeah, yeah, I know you guys just going to church have seen her sing, but that's that's the extent. I mean, I'm probably, well, not probably, I, I'm the one in my family, maybe on both sides, who's dove into music more than anybody else. Um, my dad has n- not a musical bone in his body. I mean, he's the very definition of make a joyful noise, and even that's not very joyful. Yeah, yeah. But I think our dads are probably that way too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my my dad claims to be very good at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the we'll thing about there. it, my my dad loves to sing. Like he'll say, like he loves singing, yeah. but he it's hard to listen to. But <laughs> yeah. my mom can sing, and she's she knows enough about piano to where if she you know had to like learn a part or something, she could just kind of bang her part out on uh on piano but other than that i mean i started taking piano lessons when i was probably seven because my mom wanted all the kids to at some point take piano just because there's i mean there's value in that i mean even for just a year or two just take it to kind of get a baseline and then if you want to keep it you can but that was the obligation was like a year so did anyone else keep it I know no. your brother plays, right? Something. Yeah, Daniel plays French horn. Josh yeah. was actually like all state percussionist uh, in high school. Um, Julia played oboe for a little bit, but she. But yeah, I mean, 
I'm the only one who really definitely kept piano and then mm. expanded outside of that. So, and you went to school for it also, right? Yeah, I went to school for jazz saxophone. Mm. So piano's not even really. I started on that, but saxophone kind of became the main thing. Mm. You know, going up through high you school, have a and saxophone. College. Yeah, I have a saxophone. I don't know. <laughs> I played trumpet for five years. I don't have. Yeah, a I've got it. I, I. It's been a little bit since I played it, but mm-hmm. um, I played it one time a few months ago for. Juliana was home and she's got a recording of it or something. But. <laughs> of course. Do you play on like Valentine's Day evening? <laughs> no, 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 no. Was it good no. or is that blackmail material? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure. Are you kidding me? I'm sure it was awesome. It was. It, it was. was like, it was not rusty. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like Jonatus when he was getting in the drum. Case. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be very rusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets in there and just shreds. Yeah. There's a couple recordings of me playing on. Like you can find him on Spotify probably, but cause I have a friend, I'm sure you guys haven't heard of him, but Stephen day who's starting to kind of make, he told it. us about him a couple of years yeah, ago. He lived on my hall freshman year, uh, college and, um, his first EP that he did, I played saxophone on a couple songs for it. And from that, there was another guy that I played for. Um, so there's a couple of recordings out there. Mm. Of me playing, but yeah, I mean, I, I went to school for that and then changed my major to business, but definitely, I mean, kept the minor and I, I've pulled the saxophone out a couple of times since college, but yeah, mm. pretty rusty, but I, I do enjoy playing it. So, so you're famous pretty much. N- I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I was an extra on streaming <laughs> before, so I know what I it's might, like. I might send you a link here, <laughs> you know, at the end of the... At the end of this we thing. both dabbled in fame at one point yeah, in our life. Yeah, oh my <laughs> gosh! Someone opened a window. <laughs> so is it? Um, so I played uh, alto sax in mm-hmm. middle school. I haven't played in ten plus years, but I could still tell you where the B, the C, the D. I can play I can't all those. Any of you that. don't remember any of that? Nothing. Tim says what he you still play the C. What you play? Trumpet. Trumpet. I don't think I could. He said he can still play the C major scale because that's what we always warmed up with. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could play one note. Mm. I could play open. I don't. I don't know. I think you. I think you would remember. I don't know. All I need is three buttons. I can figure it out. Three buttons. It's a lot of lip action, <laughs> though. <laughs> that I know I could still I do. I bet Savannah's thankful for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. You could say that. Someone passed the drinks. Uh, okay. Um, so <laughs> how does one recover from that? Um, no. Uh, my family literally has no no background in music. Mm-hmm. My dad's side or my mom's side, even going back, like their parents and then their parents. Uh, my great-grandmother could play the piano pretty well. But other than that, like there's no singers, there's no uh, musicians of any kind. I think Jesse's the, the same way, but it's interesting that, you know, for all intents and purposes, we're like first generation right. um, musicians, but it's just so, and Jesse and I have talked about this a lot, it's so hard to overstate what a life-changing decision that was even though we had no idea at the time. Right. Um, I mean, I would say that somewhere between 8 and 12 hours of every week is um, devoted to the church music. And I can't even imagine what 
life would be like without that at this point, you mm-hmm. know? And it's it's one of those things where you just say, Phew, I'm glad I did that, you know? Yeah. And one of those things where growing up and taking lessons, you hate everything. I mean, because I remember taking yeah. piano lessons. You're still thankful and for it now, right? For college prepped and everything that I'm like, oh, I hate this. This is stupid. Why am I doing this? And now 10 yeah. years later, I'm like, man, I can't imagine not doing that. I mean, because that's like how I, one of the first things I tell people if I'm like, you know, introducing myself and we're really like, you know, like my identity, a lot of it is in music and yeah. and what I like and what I play and that kind of thing. So, And there's been times that I've hated it, but. Um, it may be because I'm a one trick pony with guitar. When I listen to songs, that is the thing that I hear. Um, and aside from, uh, Mozart, I really like Mozart. I only listen to music that has guitar in it. And (laughs) there's been times where people said about a certain song, like, man, aren't the lyrics in that song incredible? Or, are you listening to the lyrics in that song? Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. just listening to the guitar. I'm still the same way. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if I listen to anything, like it's got to pass the instrumental test. Mm-hmm. I mean, lyrics mean almost nothing to me. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one yeah. that's like that, but it's, there is a pleasure in listening to, um, for me, guitar that the tone is just right. And, um, there is a, a level of appreciating the tone and it's not even, I mean, it's like a, I guess people that get really into wine or something like that, that requires an acquired taste, but the textures with tones, you know, you kind of develop it where there's your, a language that you use that really only guitar players can understand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you describe it. But, there's just such, I'm thankful that I have that. Um, but there's also, I think a cost to it to where I don't emotionally relate to lyrics because I'm listening to the, Mm. but I think, I think at the end of the day for me, even though I am a romantic at heart, I don't, uh, I would rather have that aspect of the song to appreciate than get caught up in, Oh, this l- lyric the is so moving. I've, yeah. ne- I've never gotten goosebumps hearing a lyric. Right. But yeah, yeah. I do all oh, the time yeah. when I hear certain certain music, like like instrumental, because mm-hmm. that's just where I'm, you know, where I'm wired. And I, I mean, I can sing, and so, because I've done in church before, but but as far as lyrics and stuff go, man. One thing consistently gives me goosebumps, I haven't told him this, but when uh, Scott sings All I Have is Christ... And I think it's because that um, I've been playing at the church over a decade, and we did that song way early on. So it's kind of tied to those early days of doing the music. But really, aside from that, um, I mean, I guess maybe there is a loss in that. I can tell when we do certain songs that the crowd you know, gets on their feet. People mm-hmm. are feeling like right. the power of the lyrics yeah. or whatever. But um, I think the trade-off of that is there's guitar that makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck that, 
you know, when yeah. people listen to it, it doesn't right. have that effect. Yep. Yeah. That, that ending to what is it, Agnew's Day? That song gets me every single time. Yeah. The holy part, you know, everything kind of opens up. Now, is it is it hair on the back of your neck, or is it my hype thrusters are activated? It's a little bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of both, man. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what the scientific name for or term for hair standing up on the back of your neck? Mm-mm. What? Pyro erection. Oh, <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Isn't pyro fire? Yeah. I. Well, that's, I'm just gonna pretend that that term doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> He made a title of the episode. The pyro erection was hitting hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell that to Russ, because he'll start saying that in our ears all the time. Yeah, he will. Is anyone else getting a pyro erection right now? <laughs> oh, no. That's what he would say. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, music will get me, will get that feeling that I can't get from anything else. Like watching a movie, hearing a story. Like if I hear good music. That's like that's like the best for me. I wish so much that my parents tried to get me to play piano in in school and I didn't do it. And mm-hmm. Man, I wish so much that I had done it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried like three separate times. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do lessons in general. I've never been able to do lessons. The problem is when everybody learns how to play piano, they learn how to play stuff that nobody likes playing or listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, at least whenever you picked up a guitar, you probably are, I mean, a lot of that old early 2000s rock that has pretty simple riffs and stuff is pretty easy to replicate, even mm-hmm. if you don't really know what you're doing. But a lot of the piano stuff, if you learn how to play piano, it's always like scales and like classical music. I and like thought of that. I, yeah. I like listening to some classical music at certain, I have to be in a specific mood for it, but like no one learns how to play you know, the Hammond, you know, or yeah, or, <laughs> or, you know, old like R and B, like electric piano or B3 organ type things. Like you never start on that. You always start on piano. And so I think, you know, I don't know. And, and a lot of it is like my mom forced me to do it, but I didn't see the value of it until later. But yeah, that's kind of probably the thing for piano. That's why guitar is so cool. It's because <laughs> you know you hear rock, and you're like, oh yeah. You just hit a distortion pedal. Yeah, and you get a it's different badass, feeling. and you want to you want to <laughs> do if, that. Even but. if you're not playing the right note, it sounds cool. <laughs> it is different. <laughs> yeah. If I if I could play another instrument, I really like the cello, but I think it would be piano. And I wish that I could play the Chopin Nocturnes. Yeah. It's just <sighs> that's that r- romantic side of me but they're they're just so moving um yeah chopin debussy and ravel are both french impressionist um pianists as like claire de lune mm-hmm. and that kind of style is in terms of like classical music is is kind of what i gravitate towards for piano music um and a lot of jazz takes you know ideas and voicings from that style um so that's why i think i like a lot of that type of music is because a lot of the jazz that i listen to like bill evans there's a lot of direct uh correlation between what he's playing and some of that stuff from like the 1800s so yeah piano's cool though man no one thinks it is but it's cool no it's cool (laughs) no it's cool listen this man was playing a uh alex sang a solo last week 
and Trey p- played the piano. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying this, man. Trey looks good behind a piano. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the church has got the, the nice lighting now. And, well, do you uh, run the grand piano? Yeah. I was on oh, yeah. Like, Dead center of the stage. I'll be there again know? this weekend, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, just part of me was thinking when I was watching them in practice, I wish I could do that. Yeah, There's just definitely. That, just the sheer number of keys, you know, that the piano has. And I know that it's, you know. It's only 12 and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's something Did about. Did that right, 12? Right. Yeah. I'm going to go with it. Yeah. But. <laughs> We're musicians. We don't even know. But, uh, yeah, that I wish I could do that. Um, cello would probably be close runner-up. Those two instruments uh, have always moved me. Um, I think I've always said cello and acoustic guitar together is like the most beautiful sound to me. Mm. Yeah, cello is... I lo- That's probably one of my top five. Fa- I think my favorite instrument of all time, and it's back to jazz, but a finger-plucked double bass. Because there's a specific sound that that is. Yeah. And it's it's what I mean. All the jazz music is like that, but that's one of those sounds that you don't appreciate it until you hear it in person. Um, and I wasn't really exposed to it until I went off to college. I mean, same thing with the cello. Really, I mean, I knew obviously about it, but one of the other guys that I was in like a little college band, and he also was like a like an all state tech like in the state of Texas cello player. And I was, I mean, being around him all the time, just listening to him practice and some of the mm-hmm. stuff he was doing for his seminars was like unbelievable. Um, and then same thing with the, the that double bass, the finger plucked double bass is in jazz music is, is a very specific sound and, and one that you appreciate when you're right next to the instrument. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the coolest thing in the world, man. Mm-hmm. It is the coolest thing. Have you, did you ever watch Charlie Brown? Yeah, growing up, so Vince Guaraldi or Giraldi. Yeah, of course Jesse's gonna yeah, leave. Yeah, I, I can't ever, I can't ever share. You can leave. <laughs> you can go to the bathroom, man. But I, I can't ever, you know, relish yeah. Vince Guaraldi trio with yeah. Jesse because yeah. he's never did, brought him up around me in your entire life. I bought the vinyl. Okay, you bought it at Walmart. Yes. Okay. What? But you, but you matter where you get it, said, as long as you got it. But you never haven't. said that name. I've never heard that name spoken before. You, I saw you pick up a Charlie Brown Christmas vinyl. What am I supposed to think there? Go to the bathroom. <laughs> what am I supposed to think? Go to the. Bathroom. Talk about Garaldi, whatever. But uh, that that stand up bass that you're talking mm-hmm. about being plucked. There's yeah. certain songs where that's uh, that's really dominant. But uh, that's one of those beautiful marriages of. Charlie Brown is so simple, mm-hmm. and then the music is so complex. Yeah, at least in the in the three main Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas um, specials, where I, I I'm kind of like you. I've but you before college, jazz has never landed with me. Mm-hmm. Where it's um, you know really grabbed me, but I listen to Vince Guaraldi all the time. Yeah, that, that music. Yeah, I mean that's Bill Evans for me. It's the same thing. I mean it's just piano, bass, and drums, and it's such a stark difference from what we do at church. I know obviously what we do at church is a lot of that praise and worship, and you got you know six guys in the band, and you got an orchestra, and there's a lot going on. But 
what has always amazed me about that style of music is obviously when you know what they're playing, it's really difficult, but how full of a sound three people get. Mm. I mean, cause we, we've got all this stuff going on when you hear it back, you know, at church, it's, it sounds like a really full sound, but it takes 50 people to do it. Right. And you've got, you know, Bill Evans trio, Bill Evans, Scott LaFaro and, uh, Paul Modian, uh, those three guys, just the three of them playing together, it, it, how how they can fill out the sound, and um, that's how. You, I mean, obviously they're really good at what they do, and you can tell how people, how good people are because they don't need a lot of the extra fluff. It's just the simplicity of it is is enough. Um, so, and one of be. the things that that jazz has that. I love, and it it is one of the more simple aspects of it, but on the percussion end, those brushes mm, that yeah. they use for snare and, mm-hmm. and then the cymbals, man, there's it, that's its own, you know, subsection of percussion where there's different intensities of the sound and different textures with how they use the brushes. And I have some of those. I, I just love it. It yeah. is... Yep. Yeah, I did too. I could send you guys all kinds of things. <laughs> Please. Is it going to be on I'll Apple Music? Huh? Oh, yeah. Is it going to be on Apple, Apple Music? Music? Are you going to start firing oh, shots no, at I the man? I felt so bad when it... Because <laughs> I knew... <laughs> See, here's the thing. I knew I've, when he was going to listen to I've it. I've listened to Spotify since Spotify like was first a thing, and so I just haven't yeah. changed. <laughs> but also, I mean, I haven't had an iPhone since like 2013, and so it's just easier to have. <clears throat> nope, don't like that. Yeah, I know. I had, I think my last iPhone was like the iPhone five or six or something. <laughs> and then I got a Google pixel and I haven't gone back. So nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, there is. According I'm to never going to, I'm no, Russ, not me. Russ was like, Hey man, if you had an iPhone, we'd add no, you no, to no. the group chat. I don't mind. <laughs> that's true. I don't mind we what tried, kind of phone man. you have. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> I'm never going to be one Sorry. of those people that says, get an iPhone, but you need to use Apple music. Because it's cross-platform. He can't use Apple Music. So Juliana, it's on the phone. So just Juliana just stuff. got a new iPhone, and it came with three months of like Apple TV, Apple Music, all that stuff for so free. She knows what she's doing. So she's been pestering <laughs> me the past couple of days to at least try the Apple TV thing. Yeah. Um, and so we'll probably do the music thing as well. I mean, there's. let's be honest. My experience in Apple Music is not going to be much different than on Spotify. It's just the platform. It's the same thing, yeah. <clears throat> what I, I like about Spotify is that I've got it on my PC and so I can just right hook it up on the side. So I think what he's saying is he needs a home pod. I'm okay with that. That's what you need. Right? What's a home pod? What? Oh my. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. What's a home pod? <laughs> is it two of them or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I use them for like the TV speakers. Okay. Yeah. But they're just speakers. Yeah, we. Yeah. But he has his own. Google has their own version of that. Hmm. So w- is it just a, is it like just a speaker like a, what Amazon has like mm-hmm. their their lady version that I'm not going to say because sure she's, she's listening. Not in here. Right? Oh, she's not in she's here. She's not in here. No, she's not allowed in this home. Are you kidding? <laughs> but <laughs> or, that's or Apple's. Ver- that's Apple's version of it. Is <laughs> yeah, it's Alexa's. The same, it's the yeah, same thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful saying the S word. She'll go. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> The past like couple episodes, she's like done that in the middle of our of us talking, and I'm like, "See, I told you she sucks," because she's always listening. We'll say something like "Surely," and then she'll go, "Hmm." No, no one called you. 
Yeah. I was waiting for her to do it right there. <laughs> yeah. So, Jess. So, Ash. Let's jump. Uh, you've played Harry Potter this week. You said you wanted to talk about it. Yeah, and it, unbeknownst to me, Trey has also. Trey has played Harry and Potter. He, he beat Harry <laughs> Potter. He, he's already beat <laughs> He beat Harry Potter. <laughs> already beaten it, man. Did you pre-order it at all? So... My brother actually bought it for me, and I didn't ask him to. <laughs> so you didn't pre-order it. So it's so not my fault. It's so you got it opening fault. day. <laughs> yeah, La- I played Ash it. last Friday. <laughs> a week ago. It's been a week. It's like no, 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 no. That's no. the point I was what trying was to make. The first day that I played it wasn't because there was a preload for Steam. We got like Wednesday start. Mm. So oh. Wednesday, like so one. We o'clock. got that if you pre-ordered it. Right, so, so yeah, it, it. technically it was a pre-order. I think he okay. got it for me like Monday or Tuesday. Okay. And I was, he was like, Nine have, you gotten Hogwarts? have you gotten Hogwarts yet? It comes out tomorrow. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm probably not going to buy it for a while because, you know. Not feeling it? N- well, don't want to spend the money on it right now. And yeah. he was like, okay. Two <laughs> minutes later, I get a Steam notification for <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> you've been gifted. been gifted to me. It's the, <laughs> it's the, you know, whatever version the... It, whatever they call it, the season. The deluxe edition? The deluxe edition, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. So, yeah. what house so I got you? it, I downloaded it, I played it. Did uh, you love it? I Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <It was laughs> so angry about it. It was fine. It yeah, was it was great. Fun. It was really good. It was good. game of the year. <laughs> what well, house were you? Gonna be some good What'd you start with? This year? Gryffindor. Uh, Ravenclaw. Me too. Oh my. You bunch of villains. So here's the thing. Villains. I I oh, wait, no, that's Slytherin. There, mind. <laughs> yeah, that's Slytherin. That's Savannah. She's Slytherin. Juliet made a character too. She's a Gryffindor. I'm not gonna go into that story because <laughs> I'm just She's not. Listening. Yeah, she'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I I t- I took like the whatever the old Pottermore or whatever test like three different times and was Ravenclaw every time. I didn't link it with my. Hogwarts Legacy because I thought they were going to do Patronuses mm-hmm. and the Patronus I got all three times is like the different version of a cat and I didn't want to be a cat right we get so it. Uh, but it turns out Patronuses aren't in the game so who cares mm-hmm. uh, but yeah Ravenclaw yeah I beat it I <laughs> 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 beat it I think they're reluctant so. how many hours of gameplay would you say 42 I think I looked it up okay when he asked me the yeah yeah 42 <sighs> What? No, so did you okay. like it? You loved it? Man, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought, I think it is perfect for Harry Potter fans because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it is so true to the source material. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of games like that come out that are based on an existing IP that aren't. And it is, it yeah. is like to the, to the, you know, by the book. They'll do like prequels and then make their own story and just be like well they can do what they want because it's a pre-story right right you know? yeah they hogwarts legacy didn't do that yeah. it is it is dead on the only thing that's a little weird is you learn the unforgivable curses right and it's like a thing so you can use them and so you have like quests where you're like with a professor and you're just like crucio somebody <laughs> and he just doesn't say anything it's like there's like a professor you're like crucio and you like kill a guy or something like that he's like writhing in pain being tortured <laughs> the professor's like we should go check over here <laughs> it's like okay man <laughs> uh, so, so. <laughs> what the heck was i just about to ask you like oh activate god, god mode yeah, just killing everyone <laughs> like there's no you you technically can make like dark wizard decisions but there's <laughs> 
there's no the the element of role playing is not what it could be because you really can't go full mm. bad. I mean, you have to follow the story, you know, the way that they have laid out for you. You can't. There's no option to say I'm going to be a bad wizard and, and just forsake, you know, the yeah. story they have laid out for me and do my yeah. own thing. You can't really do that. I mean, so not that I wanted to do and that. What I, what's crazy about this game, Ash, and if you ever end up getting it, you'll notice it. Day one, you may know differently because you've played far more than me. It's polished. Mm. There are no glitches, no issues. So, Although they did delay it, but now I'm glad they did. What are you playing on? Series X. Series X? Okay. Yeah. And they don't have it out for the other consoles yet, I don't think, right? No, they do. I mean, PC, PS5, and, and Xbox. And actually, PlayStation yeah. has um, a couple of exclusive things. Like, yeah. there's a certain potion and certain quests that only PlayStation people get. I, I just mean, like, uh, like PS4 and Xbox. I don't think those oh, come I out for a know. while. I didn't Switch know they doesn't have it. I didn't know they could even run it. Are they going to switch be able to? Apparently, it's coming to the Switch in July. So I think How? they're going to make... to dumb it way down to yeah, get it to yeah. run on the Switch. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I mean, not a glitch I've seen. It's nuts, which is so weird now, which is sad that I'm excited about that, you know, because that should be the norm, but it's not. No, it's not. It's yeah. not even close. I had one bug, but it was not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an impressive game. It's really the first game that I've gotten since I got my new PC where I'm like, okay, this is like a real next-gen game, and yeah. like my PC is able to you know, do this game justice because it looks really, really good. The which, open world is awesome. Which mode did you do? Like Fidelity or Resolution? Do you remember? Oh, I don't or know. Or do you even have I, to I'm pick not, that because no, you got a PC? No, I don't think I have to pick that. Oh. I ran the benchmark and it set all the graphics to ultra. Of course <laughs> it did. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but Tim's like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like, I get it. And it looks good, <laughs> Why man. Why am I not here? No stutters or anything like that. And yeah. Runs smooth. It's cool, man. It's really, really, it's really, really well done. I liked so much that I made my own character after like playing. Me and Savannah were going to like share an account and do it. And then after I made my own, she restarted and made her own, mm. like completely separate. And uh, I, I play like, I think I'm only like four hours in maybe. I'm just past Hogsmeade, like right when you go to Hogsmeade. Mm, yeah. Like pretty much end of tutorial kind of. Yeah. Close to the end of it. And what I like about the tutorial is you don't really feel like you're doing a tutorial, you know? And yeah, even that, it's yeah. short. It's yeah. a couple hours of gameplay at least. Yeah, it's a pretty short tutorial. I mean, it's they really did a lot of things right with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, first AAA game that's come out in a long time that's really, like, exceeded the hype. Yeah. Like, yeah. You think Quidditch is going to come to? Yeah, I think it'll be DLC or something. DLC. I think Patronuses will probably be a DLC too. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different directions they can go with DLC. Yeah. So, does it follow? Th- the Harry Potter story or is this you create your own character and it's open world it's set like a couple hundred years <laughs> yeah. before Harry Potter yeah it's like 100 before. 150 years before okay. the the headmaster of Hogwarts is his name is Phineas Black hmm. which is Sirius Black's like great great great, great yeah. grandfather so it's the same family Weasley um, is Weasley in it also. yeah one of the professor Weasley she's yeah Obviously, from the Weasley family, she's like way back, but um, so yeah, way back in the past, like 
1800s, yeah. late 1800s. They go, they cover like the people who founded Hogwarts, right? Is that who those yeah. older wizards are? Yeah, a little like, bit of that, yeah. Yeah, they so they really dive into like the earlier history of, uh, what's her name? Whoever wrote it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. J.K. Like Rowling? There it is. I was going to say Tolkien. <laughs> it's not. Tolkin. <laughs> Tolkien. I get those confused because of the f- they use stupid letters for the beginning of their J.K. names. J.K. J.R.R. Yeah. yeah. Same name. Man's got two R's. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I like, again, like, I, I'm not a Harry Potter fan at all, but I liked it so much I made my own thing. Mm. So it's it's really fun. I'll end up playing it tonight, probably. <laughs> On the world's most powerful console. <laughs> Boo you for that. <laughs> Boo console. Boo. Why? As you know how fast I can turn on Hogwarts right now? So Two buttons, Trey. <laughs> give me, give me nine seconds and I'm playing Hogwarts. <laughs> it's almost as if Tim's over there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, I still have a spare PC <laughs> if someone wants to this. buy it. <laughs> I think Ashton was talking about it a couple, mm. couple days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, hmm, interesting. Hmm. He's into it. I look at a PC enough during the week. Yeah. So I think, because you have a PS5, you have the world's second most powerful console. <laughs> I think you need to <laughs> put it to the test. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to give Elden Ring another go, Ash. That's my two cents. Yeah, there. man. What happened with that? You know what, Trey? If if I didn't have a job that got me stressed uh, uh, yeah Elden Ring Behind is not worked up but I don't want to go home and get in <laughs> front of the again. screening and you yeah, know get mad, clinch yeah. my butthole for an hour and a half <laughs> well that's like Julietta like the past like <laughs> that's like Julietta well, okay, let, let's not <laughs> that's not what I meant Julianna, <laughs> Julianna played Elden Ring no 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 but she like I always tell her like Elden Ring like so I've been playing outside of Hogwarts Legacy like this, the the guys who developed Elden Ring from software, they have like six or seven other games that are all the similar style, mm-hmm. but you know different IPs. I've played like of the six or seven that they have, I've probably played four or five of them now at this point, and like three of them are like the best games I've ever played in my life. Like my top five video mm-hmm. games of all time have changed just in the last like three months because I played these games. Um, and she's like, why do you hate it so much? All you do is you just scream and yell about, you know, get killed by a yeah. boss. You slam your hand on your you desk care? and everything. Yeah. Is that well, it's like that. Because it's like, good. Right? Well, it's that. And it's also like the, the sense of, you know, fulfillment for actually finally, yeah. you know, beating it and all that stuff. So yeah, but the challenge is kind of what is appealing about a lot of that stuff. So, so Dark Souls? Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and um and Elden Ring. So but yeah. Ashton talked about Sekiro for a while. Sekiro might be my favorite game of all time now. Yeah. Have you played it? So I haven't played Sekiro. My brother played all three Dark Souls and then he played Sekiro and he said Sekiro was his favorite. Yeah. It's it's my it's my little brother's favorite too. Is that the uh Shadows Die Twice? Yeah. Is that what it's, it's, it's the Japanese themed one. It's it is the most different. It deviates the most from the rest of the games. The genre is called Souls-like because really Dark Souls, and actually the game before it, Demon Souls, kind of ushered in its own subgenre of games. And so when the when the first one came out back in 2009, there had really never been a game like it, and now there's like a whole subculture mm-hmm. 
within the gaming industry that is all Souls-like and it's all based off of that style of game. And Sekiro probably deviates the most from the formula. It still has a lot of the core concepts, but the way the combat is in the game um, and a lot of the progression and customization options is so different from everything else. But it it is... It is as well done, as polished as really any game you'll ever play. And man, oh man, is it good! It might be my favorite game of all you time. You beat it, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? Oh wait, you beat Elden Ring, right? <laughs> Forgot about beat that. Beat Elden Ring? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I beat Elden Ring a couple of times, right? <laughs> yeah, like four times. <laughs> the, yeah, I beat Elden Ring. Well, in terms of difficulty, do you think Sekiro was more difficult than Elden Ring? It depends because they're so different. So, and it's really a lot of the way the combat works. I mean, in Elden Ring, it's attack, attack, roll, and your rolling is kind of yeah. your defensive mechanism. Mm-hmm. In Sekiro, it's like deflecting, and so you actually have to like put in an input to like block at the right time when attacks come in. Um, and so. The combat in Sekiro is so much more responsive and so much more f- like frenetically paced. Um, it really just depends on on the player. I mean, I, I think Sekiro is probably harder, but it's just a lot of it's maybe because I played Elden Ring and stuff beforehand, and I was used to a certain type of combat, and Sekiro just kind of changed the changed the whole thing. Um, but. All in all, Elden Ring might be a harder game than Sekiro, mm. I think, towards the late game. Um, but Sekiro's real. I mean, they're all really hard. I mean, the easiest one out of all of them is probably Dark Souls 1. <laughs> and even that's a really, really hard game. They just they get progressively more and more difficult as they release them, and I'm sure the next game they release, whenever it is, is going to be the hardest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. But they're all, I mean, every single one of them could be, you know, turn into a book or a movie and it would be like incredible lore, incredible story for all of them. I mean, and obviously ruthlessly difficult. So are they making a dark souls, another dark souls game? I don't think so. Elden ring is probably their version of dark souls four. Um, I mean, the story behind it is they don't really do sequels. Mm-hmm. The only reason why they did Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 is because... So the, the lead creative behind all of it, his name is Hidetaka Miyazaki. And so Miyazaki's thing is, is like no sequels. But when Dark Souls 1 was as popular as it was, like Bandai Namco or Activision, whoever published it, wanted a second one, but he wasn't a part of it. So Dark Souls 2 is the only game in the whole uh, catalog of From Software games that Miyazaki does not have like direct input over. Mm. And it's pretty much considered to be the worst out of all of them. Mm. Uh, Dark Souls Two is is not really that great. I mean, it's okay, it's fine, but um, the only reason they have Dark Souls Three is because Miyazaki felt Two didn't hit the mark the way it needed to be if there was going to be a sequel, and so he came back for Three to kind of right the ship. And so that's really the only reason those exist, but. Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Sekiro, and Elden Ring, none of them have sequels, and none of them likely will have sequels. Mm. Um, so, I was on the Elden Ring hype train, and I got <laughs> skill-checked by Morgan. I love when he says that. I got and skill-checked. And I was watching, you know, the boss fights later on in the game, 
and it was like, dude, this is not happening. They're very. Like, I just. It, they get so insane where, I mean, some of them, it's like you're just hacking and slashing away at their leg. Yeah. You know, they're so big. Yeah, fire like, giant. Man, yeah. this is not happening. So that's that's what... <laughs> I want to get back to Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the other thing. A lot of people are complaining about there not being difficulty sliders for Elden Ring. And there's definitely ways you can make the game easier, but you just kind of have to explore that for yourself when you get in there. That's why Elden Ring is the hardest, though, is because if you just you know take your sword and run to a boss fight you're probably gonna get you know annihilated get the shit kicked out of people you people do speedruns so. yeah. of Elden Ring yeah oh yeah some really? of them the game probably takes like 50 hours to beat some of the speedruns I've literally seen like 5-6 minutes yeah and they're they're glitched they, oh, everyone okay. just glitches the hell out of them but they're oh my god yeah but they I mean you also have to remember Elden Ring is kind of like the <clears throat> I mean, it's not the end, but it's definitely, since it's the most recent, it's kind of like the crown jewel of the series. And so really all the difficulty that's ramped up from the previous games kind of comes to a point in Elden Ring. And so it's definitely the hardest just because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's really nowhere to go but up in terms of difficulty. Um, but the game was really made for a lot of people who've been playing Souls games for 10 years. And so... Yeah. Margit's a pain in the ass, and he's really, really difficult, but um, people who have been playing the games for a long time, it's pretty, it's still not easy. I mean, he's definitely the hardest first boss out of any of these games, but he's, you know, kind of made for players who have been doing that. And people who can't get past him, I think they made him hard enough because they wanted to encourage people to explore the open world. And so the idea is you can't get past Margit. So, well, there's so much else to go mm-hmm. do. If you go, you know, farm your character up and level up a little bit and get better gear and then come back and kill Margit. But, you know, there's a, there's a, a substantial amount of people who got got to Margit, didn't <laughs> didn't beat him, got frustrated, were like, nope, I'm not playing included. this game. So, but, it's, you know, I'm going back and playing some of the other games and, Dark Souls 3 is like so easy compared to 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 Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a completely different still a really really good game but not nearly as difficult. And so I just think if you grew up playing those games or if you'd played them all before Elden Ring is an appropriate next step up in difficulty but it's not very forgiving to new players. So yeah, those games will never be for me. I've accepted that. That's my lot in life. <laughs> Stick to so you bought Switch. you bought Skyrim for the what what uh how many times has it been at this point probably five fifth time maybe yeah how long did that last well when I was playing it no the the most recent time that you bought it what do you mean how long it lasts like before I are stopped you still playing, playing it yeah. yeah yeah on and off mm. yeah yeah that's I haven't like bought it to only play it mm. like when I'm in the mood I'll turn it on for like an hour or two. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe maybe 10 hours. It's not a lot at all. But I'm trying not to like feel like I have to play it, which is why I still enjoy it. <laughs> it's like I just pick it up when I want, you know? Right. Honestly, I was playing it a lot until freaking Switch did the Lord's work and put Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. <sighs> I saw that, yeah. Man, like talk about a lifesaver. I was about to, I was, I was getting over the Switch. I was like, I'm kind of running out of stuff to do here. <laughs> then lo and behold... <laughs> <laughs> Come and save the They're day. Bring in WarioWare. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a, a 25-year-old game. 
Dude, have you played WarioWare? No. <sighs> so good. Did you you never tried it, did you? So I had WarioWare and I had Wario 3 mm-hmm. for Game Boy growing up. So mm-hmm. I played both of those games. As a kid, I didn't love them, but Wario's just kind of an interesting... You're trying to skirt my question here. <laughs> Did you play it? As in the last When I texted you, I weeks? said, give me 10 minutes and play it. Have no. you? Okay. No, That's I've been fine. playing Metroid. That's fine. I tried Metroid for five minutes, didn't like it. You didn't like so it? So boring. What? So boring. I was just flipping in a circle hundred different times. Yeah. The original one? The original From one. From like Metroid the 80s? 2. Okay. For the Game All Boy. green one. Did I didn't they, know where I was they going. they just like remaster Prime and put on the Switch as well? Yeah. Isn't that back to Metroid Prime? It's not out yet, but I think it's like close. They are. They I thought did it just came out this past week. I could be. They wrong might have. They might have. Yeah. Because well, it was part of like the Nintendo Direct they yeah, just yeah, had. Yeah. yeah. I think they were talking about a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. The first one wasn't. They put wasn't the original uh, Kirby up. Um, Super Mario Three is what I've been destroying. I right. think I'm on like World Nine or something. So there's the there is the Nintendo Online regular membership, and then there's the I don't know what they call it. The plus or the deluxe or whatever that you have mm-hmm. because the Game Boy games come with the standard and then the Game Boy Advance come with the top tier. Oh, so you don't even have the Game Boy Advance? No. Oh, so why didn't you just say that? I don't have the Nintendo 64 and I don't have the Game Boy Advance games. Hmm. Interesting. I only have it because of that game night we had when Pat wanted to play... Uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. And it was on N64 Switch. So I bought it that night. That's the only reason why I have it. But again, it's like it was like $26 for the year. Why don't you loosen the, loosen the <laughs> strings a little bit, Ash? What do you say? Why don't you try to enjoy life a little bit? <laughs> for Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> for Super Mario Brothers 3. Listen, it's my favorite Mario game. No, it's good. Yeah. it's It's got to be my favorite Mario game. I feel like they could have had a stronger lineup. Did you see the lineup? Yeah. For the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance <laughs> no, games? No, no. They were strong games, but it ended after like six games. Like that's all they had. I think I think Advance had eight and Game Boy had six, right? It was six and eight. And one of the one of the Game Boy Advance games was just this obscure... Like Crinkle? Crin- Jap- Japan What's title. What's it called? Kuru Kuru Link. I don't even know what the heck it was. And they had the most, the most white guy in the world <laughs> announcing it on the video. He's like, players can play Kuru Kuru Link. A Japan-only Nintendo release yeah. for the first time in the West. Thank God. It's or a might, stick. Might have been, yeah. You play as a stick. It's like playing pinball. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. I don't. That I didn't get. But yeah, it is weak. And to be honest, a lot of their, even Super Nintendo, the games. There's only like maybe fifteen games, and they're not like. It needed a Pokemon title. Now yeah, they exactly. Did they you play any of the Pokemon games? Yeah, Emerald was my first one, mm. and that's pretty much my interest in Game Boy. Kind of started and ended with that, mm-hmm. but I played through Shield. And then this might be the only two I did. Okay. So. So I wanted to see red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, you know, like throw me something here. Mm. But. Why do you think it is? That they don't have them on there? What? 
I love when he does this. This means he has a thought and he's trying to collect his words. <laughs> it, this, this, this means he didn't, he's thought about this. This is why I like it. This is what I, I love when he goes, finally get my moment to express and, my opinion yeah. about this. And yeah. Tim loves it too. We've talked about it. When he goes, that means you know he's about to spit fire. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Fellows, give me a second to get on top of the soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this. I mean, to me, it's it is ridiculous that so they're closing the e shop on the on the um, DS DS next month, right? So that right now is the only place that you can legally buy the first and second generations of Pokemon games, and Nintendo is very, very. Um, what would you say, diligent in uh, cracking down on any kind of, um, what are those things, emulators? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Online, where you can't play their games. So, to me, for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, Pokemon, the first and second gens were such a massive part of those consoles, those handheld consoles, that I just don't see how you don't put them out. I understand the, uh, not Minecraft, the uh, Tetris. I understand the Tetris pick mm-hmm. because that was the release title with Game Boy. But um, I just think it's stupid that those games are so big and Nintendo doesn't give you the option to be able to either buy them or pay their stupid subscription and be able to play them. Um, they did show that the Pokemon trading card game, which was a Game Boy Color game, is coming eventually, like down the line. But That's actually the article I'm reading right it's now. It's like, come on, guys. You know, we've got switches. They have the infrared built into them. We could trade between red and blue, complete the Pokédex. Let the players play. Let, <laughs> let Ashton fulfill his... Childhood dream of completing the Pokédex in <laughs> one. Yeah, but you didn't do it on the Game Boy. I had the uh, the trading cable, but I don't think that you I've didn't ever. Have any friends? I don't think I've ever completed it. Mm. I didn't. Which you know, by the time you get to Sword and Shield, there's nine hundred. <laughs> You're not yeah. completing it at that point. So yeah. I got to catch them all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I just felt like the overall the lineup was weak. Super Mario yeah. Brothers was uh Super Mario Brothers three is a stronger title, but like you know Kirby's good. Does anyone want to play the the first Kirby title though? Probably not. Does anyone want to play Kudu Kudulin? No, <laughs> I've never heard of that. You Hard play. Pass. You play. <laughs> <laughs> you play Tetris for about five minutes. You know, if you're not Patrick Ham, and it's like, all right, this is this is boring, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, if you're excuse, if, if you'll excuse me. Hey, use mine. Savannah said you're back. Use mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was try- I was just reading this article about if they were even coming, and of course the title says uh, Nintendo Switch is the perfect console for Pokemon Blue and Red. 
And it, of course, it has nothing to do with it ever coming to the Switch. Yeah. So I doubt it's ever going to come to the Switch. You have a Switch? <clears throat> yeah. I, I have the base. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have any of the newer generations. I got one for Christmas a while ago, and I've only played a handful of things on it. We got, I mean, obviously, we got Dreamlight. Mm-hmm. We have. Doesn't seem like your kind of console with the games that you play. No. Everything that I like to play is either not on Switch or just like can't. Like the switch you doesn't really do it justice, switch, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Dreamlight, but it, Juliana's played a fair amount of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got it, I played a good amount of Smash uh, because I got it with Smash. Um, and then, I mean, Mario Kart. Whenever we have like people mm-hmm. over, but <clears throat> it's more of a party concept. Yeah, it's more of a have people over, just casual casual use if i'm actually playing something i'll i'm down on my pc so do you ever use a controller on your pc yeah for a lot of games i mean if it's a racing game of any kind i use a controller Hmm. i play no no (laughs) (laughs) i have uh whenever i do like elden ring or something like that i use a controller for that there's some people who do keyboard mouse i don't know how they can do that but yeah um if i do overwatch though it's Keyboard and mouse. Now, do you still play Overwatch? Which no, 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 no. I was going to wait until he got back, but he doesn't I was want to come back at some it. point. I, no, I haven't played it since we last played together. Me too. Um, I actually uninstalled it. <laughs> since I, then. I guess I could, but I, I don't, you don't need to. You got all that the, space. I don't need the space now. I, right. I get it. I only have a terabyte, it, man. Yeah. That's the struggle <laughs> of console life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Haven't played Overwatch in a long time. I don't see myself, honestly, really ever playing it again. I almost texted you yesterday, and I was like, "He doesn't want to play with <laughs> no, right I don't now. want to play." <laughs> um, so, speak of the devil. Ah, she missed our Overwatch talk. We just got done. That's how, <laughs> that's how long it lasts. How long it lasts? Well, let me get some water. It, it actually 11, started like just seconds. a couple minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, um, I haven't touched it. So I re-downloaded this past week. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Did you ever play that? The old the one? one? Or the new one? The new one. So the new one, yes, I've played, and yeah. I actually really like the new one. Yeah. I re-downloaded that once I got my new PC, and I've played a little bit, but... What was it, cross-platform? Um, not really, I mean, cross-platform. Yeah, basically, can we play together? That's maybe. That's a hard maybe. Hard maybe. Because I know when I do it on PC, I have to log into like the EA account yeah. or whatever. And yeah. so if you have to do that through console, maybe we can. But mm. um, interesting. That's a trying to come up with games to play with Trey. Battlefront? Battlefront yeah, 2. Talking mm. about Battlefront. What is a game all three of us can get into? That's not Overwatch. That's not Overwatch. Although that was a fun day. I'm just going to leave it there. You know, that we did one play time. one day, didn't we? we it was a, good, a, a lot of fun. Time. It was a good one day. So here's, But that's like... He I'll, emphasized one day. That's what, I like said, that. <laughs> that's what I've told you guys this before. It doesn't matter if the game is good or bad. It's fun. It's fun to play with friends. I'll play... That's right. You know, I don't know. What's the... Ashen's the only hang-up. He won't play with it. <laughs> I like Lucas Green. So, like, I'm not even really a huge <laughs> League of Legends fan, but, like, everybody else in the group that I play plays it. Yeah. And so... I feel bad. I had to mute. I had to mute your Discord. Hey, this week, you guys are very active. Yeah, they're very active. There's a couple of guys that started playing uh, D&D. 
And so I've always wanted to learn to play D and D. Wait, there's a there's a virtual Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, there's a there's actually a few different ways you can do it over. So there, there's like a tabletop simulator, which is you know, just a way where you can basically yeah. mod in certain things on like a virtual tabletop and like play board games and stuff with people. Um, but there's there's an actual software that that we all have through Steam, um, where someone can go in and basically be like the dungeon master, so. create create all these modules, and everybody can kind of join into the same lobby and yeah. and you know. You, it's got dice it rolling and stuff. No, they're doing it on a night that I can't do it. It's very uh, frustrating. Oh, uh, dang. <laughs> you, want you know what's so stupid about it? Is <laughs> there, it's part Let's, two. Here we go, Trey. It's part two of a campaign that I was part of for part one. <laughs> <laughs> so I already have the damn character made and everything. I've got all my items and my levels. And they're doing it on Thursday nights. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Talk to Jules. Just, no, 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 no. See, I'm happy with my... It's more about the principle of it because there you go. <laughs> you're a man of principle. He's a man like of principle. Right, right, right. I, like I could it. technically move because I play on Tuesdays and Fridays. The, the, the days yeah. that we've kind yeah. of come up with that I play, I could move one of those days to Thursday, and that's fine. But it's just the principle of the fact that they're doing the guys. It and here's the stupid thing, is that there's like five guys who are doing it, and the only one who won't move it from Thursday is the the, the freaking guy who's who made all of the, the campaign. The dungeon master guy. And he hadn't even given a good reason why he can't do it on Tuesday or Friday, but you know, whatever. It is what, what it is. Jerk. None of them are gonna hear this, but they're all a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Trey assaulted. I love the real Trey, man. This is great. So there's no game that we could get into together. That's no, what you're I'm sure me. there is. That Look, we talk about this constantly. There's not a triple A game out there we can all get. Well, the thing is, Trey's a gamer. I'm not. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Trey's a gamer. I can turn into a gamer. I teeter, you know? It's just getting you involved. It's not going to (laughs) happen. I'm upset. Look, guys, I like games. I like talking about games, but it's the actual playing of games it doesn't make any sense <laughs> that i fall short on. then how no about sense. we find a fun game that we can play and ash and can watch and yeah right. <laughs> he'll sit on the sidelines <laughs> yeah i re-downloaded i re-downloaded battlefront i think i'm gonna try to start playing it again it seemed fun there is see the thing it's hard is, though i suck at it i think the best games out right now are indie games but indie games are so small that none of them really have cross-platform the only mm. big cross-platform games are all triple a titles like call of duty and none of those i think are worth playing right now no, so i don't need that negativity in my life yeah i agree unless you're playing zombies dude i i'll play some zombies i don't even know if they have cross-platform for black I'd, ops 3 do they uh with zombie chronicles i believe they do because i played with tim before on the pc well hey man and you know what's cool about right zombies on PC, and this is my other pitch for PC, is that the whole mod community behind Black Ops 3 Zombies is most of the time when we get on and play zombies, we're not even playing legitimate maps. Like mm. there's all these modded maps and stuff that we download and that you know community created, and they're so fun. So it's not cross-platform. Um, I stand corrected. I must have bought it on the PS4 when he had it. Back to square one. Overwatch it is. It's a shame that that's the best option because it's a horrible option. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it's so much fun when you're screwing around. It's hey, it's so fun good. hitting headshots with Hanzo. So oh it's fun. God. Yeah, yeah. You live, you play four hours for that one moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's so fun. Being man. pocketed by Mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash, what would it take? Mm hmm. No, that, what would it take? Mm hmm. For what? Overwatch. No, can we can we move off the Overwatch? You want to? I don't just completely give up on Overwatch. See, I, Trey doesn't want to play it either. Okay. I don't. I just want to play something with you. We I want to play on. something together because we the only time the, the game three is of us a dumpster fire. That's fine. We'll move on. Only what time the three of us have ever played anything together was that one day on Overwatch. That we had a good time, time, but I don't know that I want to play that game again. Let's just remember it fondly and move on. Let's throw all the let's throw everything on the table. What games are out there we can all play together? Don't ask me. Never a gamer. I don't have a PC. We don't need it. You don't need it. That's funny. We actually all three have separate platforms. Interesting. Yeah. With no There's crossover. something out there, I'm sure. I don't know what it is, but probably like Risk. <laughs> risk. <laughs> Virtual Risk. Why was that the? Option? <laughs> I don't know. I saw it on the store. Today. You were you were dying on the uh, Xbox Hill two weeks ago, but I feel like you're actually a Switch guy. I I'm a Switch guy. Yeah. I moved after they did that. That. Um, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. The thing is, they got to stay consistent with it, though. They're, I don't want it to be like the Super Nintendo one where it took them a year and a half to put out three more games. Like, they need to put out a game. Well, I would say about the Direct that they had two weeks ago that they've got games coming. I just yeah, think it's ridiculous long? that we're at six years old in the Switch life cycle, and there's not even mention of a, a new console coming. You know? I'm not upset about it. The hardware is six years old. That's fine. The processing power is six years old. Yeah, but what games do they need massive processing power for? That's the problem. Do we need to relive the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet launch? No. No. I mean, I, any big next-gen title. I mean, you talk about Hogwarts Legacy. They're going to have to dumb that thing way down to get it to run on Switch. Probably mm. 20 frames per second. Yeah. That's the thing. Are they really? Do they even care? Like, Why are they bringing it to the Switch, first of all? Because there's a market for it. I, I mean, yeah. who only has a Switch? <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> like, that's yeah, but, the thing yeah. is, like, the majority, the vast majority of gamers are very casual gamers, and the Switch is a casual console. Yeah. So, I mean, that's think, why you talk about the state yeah. of AAA gaming right now and how bad it all is, why Call of Duty releases a game every year. And they're always terrible, but everybody keeps buying them is because 80% of the people who play games are just mindless people who come home from work and just sh shoot a virtual gun on Call of Duty, yeah. and they're going to buy it every year. I mean, same thing like Madden and FIFA. Like, you look at the top 10 games that like that sell every year, Madden, FIFA, and whatever the new Call of Duty is yeah. are always in the top five. You're okay so, with never playing Lucio Ball again? <laughs> Do they no. even have it? On Overwatch no, too? we tried to play it during the summer games, and it they was some it weird, on. like... Every day they would switch it. Yeah. I'm looking at a list right now of the top cross-platform games. And it's not even the top. It's just a whole list of cross-platform games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sell us. I'm so comfortable. So, I'm so I'll, happy we're I can out. sell... <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> I'm having a good time, too. I'm having a great time. So... Minecraft, but let's not let's let's just move on and forget that I said that. Your boy loves Minecraft. <laughs> Ash loves like all the way away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's plant a flag. Ash <laughs> he says he loves Minecraft. He played it 
for maybe a month straight about two years ago. And then we'll just jump in every couple months. For Ask night. me when the last time I played Minecraft. <laughs> when was the last was? time you played Minecraft? Last Tuesday. <laughs> Damn! Come at me. A week and a half ago. I haven't played Minecraft in a while, but we used to have a server. The problem with Minecraft is while they say it is cross-platform, there is like four different versions of it. Yeah. There's like a Bedrock Edition, a dungeons Java Edition, and something. It's some, uh, dungeons, I think, is its, is its, it's own, own game. thing. Yeah. Oh. See, but like, if I if we were to play, like, I think you can technically play between like. PlayStation or yeah, Xbox and all that, but like I would have guys. to buy a different playing. version from what I have. Like building's fun, but I don't want to get let's, in the world. Let's and move on. With you guys. Can we move on from Minecraft? Please. Forget that I ever said that. Might as well buy a box of Legos and just sit on the floor and build them. So, <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I'm skipping through a lot of things because there's some games on here I don't even want to bring up. But um, like Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like Overwatch. Uh, Destiny Two. I would get into Destiny for you guys. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I know Destiny 2 was talked about two weeks ago. And True fan. I know that there, there, you you only play Destiny for the end game raid content. Because that's like what's fun. Like all my favorite memories playing Destiny are doing like raids and stuff. <clears throat> it used to be where they, it's such like a slog to get through the middle game to get to end game content. And they've kind of done a good job of expediting that process. Um, the new season for destiny starts not next week, but the week after. And it's like the new year where they're introducing, you know, all the new locations and subclass and everything like that. I haven't played the game in a few months, so I'm pretty behind, but it really only takes like a day or two to get up to the point where you can do a lot of that end game stuff. From what I'm seeing on here, aside from just playing Warzone or something or Overwatch, that might be the best way for us to play something together. But and I think Ashen already has it. It would require some consistency. Right. I mean, Fortnite, that would be one of the titles. But there's, there's actually not... <laughs> Apex um, is another one that is cross-platform. That's my favorite BR is Apex. Yeah. That be cool. Isn't that three-person teams also? Mm -hmm. There's really not that many games that, you know, I could jump on PS5, you could play on your Xbox, and Trey would be on PC where well, was, all of us could play together. Let's talk about Destiny for a minute. What's, what's, uh, well, let's I think plant we, a flag here. We, we planted this flag a couple weeks ago, and I made the point that Destiny's gotten it's progressed so much in DLC that it's hard to jump in. Well, doesn't it catch you up? There is a there is a catch up, yeah. But but even outside, if you were caught up, I mean, Destiny really does require a lot of maintenance. I mean, yeah, I'm out. The thing about Overwatch that was so appealing was that we could get on and we were all yeah. at, the, at the same starting point whenever we played. It didn't require us to have caught up beforehand or really to invest a lot of time because we could just get on, play a few games and be done. I mean, if you're going to really play destiny, it's got to be like a weekly thing. Yeah. And you can't just hop on, play mm -hmm. a game and hop off like you're rating or you're progressing story. And because it has that progression system in it, it's tough to I feel like we keep coming back to overwatch then <laughs> you keep bringing us back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean everything what about else. Fall guys. <laughs> oh Lord. Hey, it's on here. <laughs> Dude, that game's super fun. I love Halo's on here, Halo Infinite. And Grand Master Theft Auto Chief. 5. That was a massive 
a splash in the pond, but then that was it. Was Halo? <laughs> Halo was because they they had nothing to keep it up. They, like they had no content. Lord the season mercy, was so they, long. Did they, you play it, Trey? Yeah, I actually. Me and Daniel tried to do a legendary campaign run, like which, not that on long which game? ago. Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. And that lasted for like two days, and we just got bored because. Outside of doing something like that, I mean, the multiplayer is like dead in that game yeah. already. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. it's I don't think that's worth playing. It's not very fun. I mean, it is fun, but there's just no content. It sounds like so. we're just not playing games together. Does it? Does it have to be a game that we all are, you know, playing at the same time, or could it be something that? Example. So, I'll give you an example. You, Zach, and I are all playing Pokemon Scarlet, right? Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Hey, that game's pretty fun. That's a fun We sea talked of about that good. a long time ago. Key of, Key of, Key of Thieves. thieves. <laughs> I'm afraid always calls it Thief of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have sea talked of, about that before. Sea of Thieves is like a really good kill three hours. Like, if you have nothing to do. Yeah. It, but the Sea of Thieves, like. You gotta dive into is, that. One too. Is so like big, like large scale. You cannot just play that game for 30 minutes. I'm like, out. You, you have to have like minimum two hours to like. I'm out. All right. See, this is, everything this happens is, so slow in that game. So. That is the issue with these games, man. Commitment. It requires such the, grind. Really, the only games that you can hop in and just play for like an hour at a time are Overwatch. Yeah. Or the game should, should battle royales or Minecraft. So what we oh, or Minecraft? <laughs> I don't. I, no, Minecraft for me is. We used to play it in college, and it was like we would go get cookout for dinner, and sit down at like eight o'clock. Next time you check your phone, it's three thirty in the morning. You're like, yeah. oh, we just yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, what happened like, exactly? So what were you saying about Pokemon? <laughs> no, I was just going to say that we were all three playing the game at the same time. We just weren't playing it. Yeah, I don't want that. Okay. I want to, listen, I want to, I just want to hang out with there's you guys a, more. There's a serious dearth of games <laughs> that allow us to do this, though. What? What is dearth? <laughs> what is that? Don't, don't palm your face. All right, you've got, you've got your computer in front of you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and type in and Google. <laughs> but I'm looking at games right now. I can't. Just command T. Command T. Oh, Define dearth. He he's behind a computer. He knows all these fancy things. Farming simulator. <laughs> a, a scarcity or lack of something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> makes sense. You jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're uh, we're just we're, we're destined here. to not play games together. I think is what we're getting at. I mean, in a in a way, we do play a game almost every week together on Sunday. The game of life. No, the game of music. <laughs> That's not. That is like our thing, though. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you put it that, well, it's way, like mine it's and Ash's <laughs> thing, and Jesse's there when he doesn't block out. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey! February is the only month that the I block out more than one day. <laughs> may just fire some shots. <laughs> hey, I was free this weekend. <laughs> yeah, what see, happened? I told you. Uh, yeah, that's what he said, but I could have sworn you blocked out for uh, it. I don't but know. But I did it. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> um, 
You missed out on the chance to play Waymaker for seven and a half minutes. (laughs) Dang it. Dang it. You're the (laughs) Waymaker. It's like, it's literally like six minutes of the same thing, and then the last minute they add like a different beat just to make it kind of different. Ashton loves those songs. Are we still saying the same words? (laughs) I texted Trey during practice Wednesday. I was like, I get so lost without the the singer is because it's essentially just the same thing repeated, but there's slightly different variations and intensity of the buildup, you know? (laughs) It's just like this constant build. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone gets lost because (laughs) Trey's coming in and out with vocals, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the vocals are the same, so So you don't really know where I am. It gives me no no reference of where he's at. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, I'm sitting on the sideline this week. Are you gonna be there? I don't know. Maybe. Does Savannah make plans? No, no, we have no plans. Ooh. So we can be there. Target run? Is that what you're thinking? I mean, I might have to go to Target. <laughs> you gotta get your groceries. <laughs> you gotta get your cans of soup. <laughs> and my one pack of Pokemon cards. Right. <laughs> Oh man, we might be SOL on the uh, video game front, boys. Trying we to are. find something to play. Yeah, I think we are. It's largely my fault. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's it is. not. I just get. I blame the gaming industry. <laughs> it is go. in a pretty and sad Blizzard state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once and Jeff left, that was the end. Didn't he say? He, didn't he start his own company, but didn't put anything out yet? Didn't he leave to start? I feel like that's what I'm all sure the, he's doing something right now. Started the, a company. The Titans from Blizzard. That's what they do. They, they leave to start their own company. Yeah, they saw the writing on the wall. I was like, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. See if these would only be our only saving grace. I don't think we're gonna dedicate our only the time. saving grace. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying another game. Exactly. I spent sixty dollars on uh, <laughs> on No Man's Sky. I probably played yeah. it for two hours. Hey, that's one. That's a cross-platform game. Yeah, it was on the list. It was on the after list. I was uh, after I spent twenty minutes trying to find fuel for my ship. I was like, "This is not fun." <laughs> yeah, I don't want to play a game where I. It, this I don't is too realistic. Yeah. No simulators for me. I worry enough about putting gas in my car during right. the weekend. <laughs> I don't want to do it on a virtual console. <laughs> It's like I spent five minutes putting gas in my car on the way home. Hey. Uh-huh. I got a per... This is kind of a segue. Mm-hmm. Something we're all do together. We play music. Me and Ashton were talking this week, Trey. Ashton has a proposal for you. What's that? I do? I just saw you push push your mic away, so I wanted to put you on the spot. Okay. So we've been listening to Lo-Fi a lot. Mm. Okay. Lo-Fi. And we have written songs in the past. Not good ones. I like We've this. We've written some. We rock project, rock project too. And rock project. Uh, hey, too. I know all about rock project too. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to. I don't like his tone. We're thinking. Yeah, I think it was. An you guys want Lo-Fi Project One and Lo-Fi Project Two? Is that what you're getting at here? Never mind. Yeah. No, no. I hey, I'm Re- rescind the offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not Never saying mind. I'm not down. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> outro music starts playing here. <laughs> no, no, no. We want to write some Lo-Fi music, and we need some keys. I'll, I'll do it. That was easy. You sounded real happy about it, too. <laughs> I'll do it. What about some sax? I need an excuse to make music. So that's well, there you go. That's a good one. 
So here's my proposal. Let's ease into the saxophone thing. The, we don't need sax. We're not ripping that we'll off. Just like a we'll just ease into we it. We don't need it. He said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's my proposal. Let's come up with a day where all three of us can come to the basement. And just we'll see what happens. Do you have a keyboard in the attic? Sure does. Ashton's. <sighs> it's not. It's you know. It's like a. I don't want to say it's not good. I don't want to insult him. It's not a Nord. I guess what I was gonna say. So if you got a fancy one, unless you I have, have the the Nord that the church has, I have the same keyboard at the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not gonna bring it because it's big. Why don't we go to Trey's basement then? Is that an option? Do you have recording software? No, no. What? We'll I mean, this is all it is. If it's just that, I mean, it's just whatever it is to bring. Whatever is easier to bring, if you can just. I think this is that. easier than a Nord. But if you guys are like bringing guitars and stuff, that's not. And then we break and go to lunch at McGuire's. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hear that, Juliana? <laughs> it sounds like we're making plans. <laughs> <laughs> I I think we should see what happens there. That'd be kind of cool to actually have somebody that knows what they're doing, right behind their instrument. Yes. I feel like the three of us could cover all of the bases. Um, j- the problem that Jesse and I have run into is that we can just never find anyone c- to sing. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. we do really well in in constructing songs that aren't full songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're very good at like a minute. That's minute like all that. lo-fi is too, yeah, is it's just like yeah. quick. Minute, yeah. minute 10 is where like we Like quick shine. little ideas. It starts know? off with a nice beat mm-hmm. and then, you know, you layer, mm-hmm. but it kind of stays consistent throughout. Yeah. Um, but I think that would be fun. Let's send him the the playlist we've been listening to, mm-hmm. and then just get that in your head. And then yeah, I I know what you guys are talking about when you say lo-fi. I mean, I've I've heard enough of it, and it's like the thing for like a lot of there's some Twitch streamers who will just put on stuff like that, yeah. you know, in the background or so. I know what you, I know what you, I know what you're talking about. All right, yeah. he's in. He's in. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get the question out already. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you don't really have to do much selling when it comes to Music. stuff like that, though. Yeah. So I mean, I'm probably Way down. Games. <laughs> Way games. What's the, all right, let's do it. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're frozen. <laughs> frozen for a second. Yes. I thought. <laughs> it's like what's coming out of your mouth. I'll tell you what's going on. The lemon drop. That's what's going on. <laughs> Is um, <that> right? <laughs> Trey's been good to have you back on, man. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Mm. Yeah, did you bring any topics for us? No, I didn't. Um, I was just going to roll with whatever notes you guys had, and I guess y'all you covered music, covered gaming, covered all that. So, Yeah, we don't really do notes anymore. That's all right. It tends to go well. We've been trying to do a review of Lord of the Rings for Yeah, a let's month. get into that. Fellowship of the Ring, we're going to go um, ahead and start talking about. It's the about. only one that I've seen. <clears throat> that you have seen? Yeah. I, Julianne and I, and, I, and I, it's like within like the last two years. Mm. Like I, for whatever reason, it's just not something I've ever gotten around to. How mad would Tim be? He wouldn't even care if we reviewed it right now. I can't. You guys can review it now. I can't review yeah. it. I haven't seen it in a month. <laughs> Because we keep putting it off. I've just accepted we're not doing it. I feel like at this point that it's not going to happen. But I think we should keep talking about it. Like, you know, we could have reviewed if people had watched it. Uh Oh, what? 
Sing Street. Oh, he's, yeah, Trey's about <laughs> to fire massive shots at me. For what? You remember that movie that I texted both of you about? No. It's called Sing Street. It was on Netflix, and now it's not on Netflix because its mm. last day was like... End of January. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I'm telling Dang, you, Dang, Ash, what the heck? Why don't you watch been. it? If there was ever a movie for, don't for start. Jesse and Ashton to watch, that's the one. Is it a musical, though? It's not a musical. He doesn't like I mean, musicals. the music is like a big part of it, but it's not a musical. He doesn't like musicals. Like, let's, not, let's not call it <laughs> a musical. Why don't you sit on it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that 70s show. Get bent. Oh, <laughs> Julianne and I just started watching that 70s show again. <gasps> Trey! Oh, here we go now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> like, with it, well, the, the funny thing is, like, we just started watching it, like, within the last week, and then I listened to the podcast you guys recorded two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, what a coincidence. They're talking about that 70s show on Julian and I just started watching it. We just found something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we did. So here's okay. the, thing, here's nowhere the to be. thing that makes me laugh is that, like, obviously your taste changes as you grow up, but, like, last time I had not seen the show for, like, years, and, like, Red has always been my favorite, right, because Red's just hilarious. But it's so funny now how, like, like I think Kitty is the funniest person on that yeah. show, like, like, by far yeah. yeah and watching with juliana like that's like definitely gonna be who juliana is like 30 years from now like that's <laughs> like she'll be kitty yeah, yeah and it's just funny like watching the different like how i'm watching the show now compared to how i did 10 years ago last time i've seen it but where oh, you at right now so first we, like five or six episodes into season two okay that's okay about that, where I'm so at. that's so, about where i'm at too right yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah. I think I'm on 11 of season two. The, I'm like pretty early. Yeah. The last one that I watched was the night before last. Um, Eric got suspended from school. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? Not With the cigarette? Yet. Yes. Yeah. The, what was the last one you watched, Trey? So today we watched the, the Swingers one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what comes like right after that? Like one, or, It's like that one and then there's like one or two more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's kind of where we're at right now. There's the one where they're trying to get into the club and they reject, you know, and that's maybe the most recent, the, the Mm -hmm. one that we've seen. I don't know where the heck I left off today. So, Oh, I left off. It's the first time, uh, Eric and Donna had sex at the wedding. I haven't hit that one yet. I want it, man, dude, I almost send you a clip every single night and I had to stop. Because it, it's got to get annoying, but I, every every episode I laugh out loud at a, at a certain spot, mm-hmm. and one of the, one of the um, scenes was like Donna and Jackie complaining, you know, about Kelso and Eric about their boyfriends. You know, they're talking, and it's like maybe a minute, minute and a half long scene of them like kind of complaining and talking, and then it cuts to Eric and Kelso, and Kelso says something bad about Jackie, and Eric's like. I know. And then the scene ends. It's like, that's exactly how those relationships would be. <laughs> like guys talking about other girls. They just talk for eight seconds and then that's it. <laughs> it's so funny, man. <laughs> Have, uh, I know Jesse has seen it at this point. Have you gotten to the Van Stock episode? It's the Woodstock equivalent of where they all go in vans. No, we haven't. Okay, it's probably like two, or it's probably like the next episode or two that you're going to be in. Mm. Um, I like Kitty a lot. Her laugh is what is so good. Yeah, and she what what kills me is that she'll say something and laugh at the end of it, almost like ease tension or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
what I knew it was yeah. going to be really fun. Like the pilot episode when we started watching, she says a line that just still kills me where she's running around there having a party upstairs, right? And, you know, Eric's trying to get beer for everybody downstairs in the basement. And, you know, Kitty's running around tending everybody at the party. She's like, oh, Vienna sausages, they're so versatile. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me, man. It's so funny. Oh. Red says, he says, uh, what are you doing with those beers? He's talking to Eric. He's like, uh, I found them, sir. I was going to put them away. And yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the, uh, I think that, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think my favorite character right now is Hyde. Um, He's this, He's actually really interesting um, the way his character's written where he's mm. he treads this line of rebel and then like good heart because mm. there's uh, there's that one episode in season two where he gets a job and then he gives you know Red and Kitty uh, yeah. the money that he earned and uh, yeah and they put in like a college fund for him right yeah. <laughs> Red's like or I'm gonna buy it all on booze yeah, spend yeah. it all on booze I haven't decided yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh I still think, man. Did you watch Drake and Josh? Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. We're going to bring Drake and Josh up again. I think, I'm convinced. I don't know if I've convinced Jesse, but I think that Drake Bell based his character somewhat off of Kelso. Like kind of the stupid, yeah. pretty boy. And Kelso does this thing where he'll he'll deliver this really just stupid line. And he'll he'll like bounce, bounce up, and yeah. Down. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drake Bell does the same thing, man. <laughs> what are you googling over Let's there? See if, I want to see if he ever talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fact check you, man. I'm, I'm on your side here. I I'm convinced he did the same thing. But uh, that is so cool, man. That y'all are watching it at the same yeah. time. I got the uh, I got the Blu-ray set for Christmas, and it's just been. I've been watching it with my brother that's seventeen, and. It's uh, it's funny to watch what parts he laughs at and which parts yeah, that yeah, I yeah. laugh at, yep. you know? Because it is different, but, man, it's just one of those shows where there was the perfect cast. Oh, yeah. You know, perfect yeah. set of people together. Yep. What, what do you got going Nothing's on Nothing's coming there? up. It keeps coming up as his plea deal. It's because it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I character, and it's not the character I'm, try- I'm trying to Google. <laughs> It, there's no way to find this. I don't know. But I, th- I think you're right. I can see it. Donna's parents are uh, are funny, too. I love too. Bob. They're just nuts. I love Bob. Yeah, where we're at, they're obviously starting to fight and all that stuff. So Bob and Midge. 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 <laughs> Pinciotti. <laughs> yeah. There's one, uh, there's one episode, if... Trey hasn't got to it yet. It's coming up where Red starts using swift kick in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever Googled like the top 10 foot and ass jokes by him on YouTube? I don't want to because I want to, I want to try to watch all of the show yeah. without spoilers, you know? Yeah. There's one but, that he just, there's one I was watching last night. He said, I'm not even going to try to replicate it, but it was very wordy. How he described how he was gonna put, <laughs> put the kids' ass is so good. Uh, 
and the show has one of the most infectious theme songs of all time. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean when you're when when it comes on it's hard to not sing. Big guitar yeah. riff in the beginning too, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then that the cowbell all right. and the, the cowbell into the guitar riff, yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. all all right at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> fist pump <laughs> we're all alright yeah. he'll text, us, text me that like once a week and I'm so sorry I don't think the we're all alright got added until season 2 that's right yeah the first intro the, the first season intro is yeah, yeah. It's, it's still catchy it's good cause yeah. it's basically oh, the same yeah. thing but yeah. the totally. second season I noticed cause I noticed stuff like like it's in a different key too mm-hmm. like the song is in a different key Obviously, they changed like the the driving and the Vista Cruiser formations yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah, they added the "We're All Alright" thing too mm-hmm. to it. So, but man, man, I'm glad you're watching that too. That's really <laughs> yeah, cool. we're having a good time with it. We, and it's it, it's literally probably been 10, 15 years since I've seen it. I mean, it's been such a long yeah. time. So there's a lot that I don't remember, and and it's funny to see what makes me laugh now compared to what made me laugh mm-hmm. back in the day. I mean, Red's always funny with the, you know, the dumbass and the kick, you know, yeah, yeah. foot in your ass jokes yeah. and stuff like that. But, but man, I, Kitty makes me laugh now in a way that I never laughed before, you mm-hmm. know, watching the show because, gosh, she is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, uh, one of my favorite scenes so far uh, in season one, the prom episode, mm-hmm. where uh, Jackie and Kelso are going with different people. Oh yeah. yeah. Jackie tells Kelso that she's going to the prom with someone. Yeah. He's like, well, who is it? <laughs> she's <laughs> like, well, it's someone that's better than you in every way. <laughs> and he just freezes. And he's like, well, damn Jackie, that could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I laughed out loud for like, like 30 oh, seconds. Man. Of that. I'll like, like I've, I've laughed at that show this time around. Like, me only, too, man. Only The Office yeah. makes me laugh that hard. And some of the jokes in The Office I've heard so many times at this point. But, like, because it's been so long, like, that 70s show, it really is like watching it for the first time yeah. again. And Juliana's like, she makes fun of me for how I laugh at some of the stuff. But, man, it is, like, real <laughs> laugh out loud. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the that, yeah. you know, damn jacket that could be anyone. Yeah. The, way, the way he just screams it, it is... <laughs> I mean, man, oh, man. Does she funny. like it? Does Jules oh, like yeah. It? She, and she's actually seen it more than I have. Oh, okay. So we were just looking for something to watch the other day, and That's we were awesome. scrolling through Peacock and saw it, and I was like, eh, I'm going to throw on that 70s show. I was like, have you seen it? They have seen it a bunch of times. So threw it on, and we've been there watching it. So, and it's go. it's one of those few shows that it comes out season one strong. Oh, yes. You know, it, it, a lot of shows, it takes – Mm-hmm. couple seasons yeah. before they kind of get the chemistry going but it was like out of the gate see episode one is is I, mean, I would say some of the most memorable moments in the show are season one yeah. i yeah. mean the office was just bad season one mm-hmm. even parks and rec wasn't that great but really to like season three yeah like dude bit. like within the first 30 seconds of that 70 show yeah. it is already funny and yeah. it's already really good so yeah I think it's the same creator that did, um, he did another major sitcom like that. I think it was like Taxi or something, whatever that old show was, mm-hmm. or Cheers. It was one of those old, like he he's the same creator that created this one too. Mm. So maybe that's had something to do with it. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a great show to watch at the end of the work day to just kind of yeah, get your is. laugh before you go to bed. It really is. Yeah. 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 It's just the right kind of stupidity, you know? 
<laughs> Shoot, I'll probably go back and watch some of it tonight. Uh, yeah, home. exactly. Yeah, what we're, right. we're all gonna do that. <laughs> right. Oh man! All right, fellas. Well, yeah. Trey, it was it's good to have you back on. Hey, man. man. It's good to be here. Day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Missed you, Tim. My PC's better than yours. So. <laughs> yeah, See if he makes it this far to the episode. Them's yeah, fighting words. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thanks for coming. <laughs>